Hello, everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of Press YYZ. We're the only Canadian gaming podcast that you can catch live on Twitch every Wednesday at 8 p.m. EST, or today at 7 p.m. EST, as well as on podcast services and YouTube every Thursday. My name is Alexander Kazina. I'll be your host for this evening, and I am joined today by uh, the frightening AJ Fraser. Hey, hi, howdy. Uh, the shadowy bellend, Nathan McInerney. Yo. And the sultan of the Switch and everything Pokemon spoiler related, Mr. Mitch George. I'll take it. And finally, we are joined tonight by a very special guest, uh, hailing all the way from Vita Island in London. You may know him from Simply Sassy Vids and the Kind of Funny community. He's a long-life Pokemon fan and the host of the Poke Ramble podcast. I'm talking about the one, the only, Kumail! Good evening. Kumail, thank you for coming on Press YZ. It is such an honor to have such illustrious Pokemon royalty amongst our ranks. How are you feeling I this evening? I apologize in advance to Nathan and AJ who will get lost in all of the Pokemon discussion after like three and a half minutes. Listen Wait, here. Pokemon? Exactly. I, actually, well, I am actually a, ve a very big Pokemon fan. I have just not been able to keep up with a lot of the more modern stuff because you say so we'll we'll get to talking about my whatever. pokemon sword nuzlocke and your eyes are going to glaze over yeah probably <laughs> i have not been keeping up with that specifically uh, well, uh thank you very much for having me and and thank you very much for starting this early for me um it's not every day you're treated to such treatment so no i, I really appreciate that and I'm, I'm very happy that i can finally take you and, and mitch up on your offer of coming on the podcast so no thank you once again by all means this has been a very kind of long in the works thing uh unfortunately because of complications we weren't able to get you on camera but i gotta say you supplied me with this uh nice little logo uh that you have that represents you on all these social platforms that you're on and i gotta say real nice logo kumail i really I love it I, I was That's really good lucky Pikachu. with good friends. <laughs> no, it's done by Suika Sass on, on Twitter. S-U-I-K-A-S-A-S, uh, -A -S -A -S, I think. But yeah, you, you'll find her on Twitter if you, if you use yeah. Suika. So, yeah. Go check her out. Go check out her artwork. I'm sure it is fantastic. Uh, before we get into the show proper, uh, a reminder, as always, that we here at PressWise stand against discrimination of any kind. While we appreciate however you choose to give back to our show, uh, there's no better way to support us than by being excellent to each other. Uh, one quick little bit of housekeeping. Tomorrow, uh, Nathan, you are going to be playing through to the end of Mortal Kombat 11 Story Mode. Yeah, we got uh, five chapters left to go in the Aftermath DLC. Um, so, yeah, and we're going to see what happens. I was surprised with the direction the DLC took because it kind of rewrote the ending of the first game. And now I'm very, Whoa. or of the original part. So now I'm very curious to see how they end the story and if they can stick the landing. It's Nether Realms. I feel like they can. So we'll see. Mitch has just has his hand up. He has just some crazy ass Mortal Kombat 11 take to share with the room. No, no, I had something a little personal I wanted to add to this. I just forgot to add it. If that's cool, okay. yeah, not a ahead. problem. Um, I turned 30 this weekend, which is terrifying. Um, but I've also, as an adult, decided I'm going to use my adult time off from work, and I've taken Friday off and plan on playing probably like. 12 to 15 hours of Legends Arceus on Friday uh, to celebrate, as well as other things like Halo, Jackbox, 
Uh, whatever wanna... people are around for, I want to do. We're going to get into some shenanigans. So if you're at all interested, um, Friday all day at twitch.tv slash Mr. Mitch George, I'll be uh, playing all the games and probably crying a bunch at Pokemon things. Yes, AJ. Do you want to just do that on here if it's 12 hours so that we could just get that out of the way? No, no that's not right. That you, no, we committed okay. to the other thing. Yeah. So that's going to have to happen eventually. Yeah. We're just figuring that... out the timing. We've had a very busy schedule and we're just trying to get it figured out. So we're apolo- uh, sorry about the wait, guys. We are talking about this regularly and making sure we can get the right weekend. Coordinating five, like four to five schedules isn't easy. So we're and working I'm, on it. And I also want to say, I don't think that uh, Mr. Mitch George wants to play any Phasmophobia on his birthday. I think that that's I mean, I would that... play Phasmophobia. If people are around, if someone... If someone gifts five subs and wants me to play phasmophobia with them i'll play phasmophobia with them it's no big deal hmm. all right well the offer's on the table okay Did on tonight's you episode recently have like a 12-hour stream sorry well, not a problem. i say recently but maybe in the past couple of months or so yeah it was december we did one and we hit a threshold to do a second one in the new nice <laughs> nice you guys are very dedicated so i'll say we try. Yeah, it was fun, honestly. With with this many voices, like I'm gonna struggle on Friday to do that on my own. But mm. um, doing with other people, it's like, yeah, I'm gonna go take a break for a bit. You can do that because there's other people to pick up the slack. Awesome. Are you gonna shave your face again? No, there will be no no milestones, no incentives, nothing. I'm just gonna be hanging out, playing video games, and not shaving my face again for charity. Okay. Maybe I'll do another 12-hour stream later in the year for charity, but I just want to sit down and play. I I don't want to focus on those things. I want to focus on Pokemon. Pokemon Got has it. been my life, and Pokemon is going to continue to be my life for the next month or two at least. Fair Does it enough. feel a bit strange, the fact that it's, it's essentially going to be February and you've got a new Pokemon game? Like That, I'm to so me, happy. has broken my mind. Like I'm so used to coming to the end of the year and having something new to play with, not... The Pokemon company said, hey, Mitch, we know you're going to struggle with, you know, turning 30 this year. So we're going to give you a very special gift the weekend of your birthday. And that is Pokemon Legends Arceus. And I could not be happier. Happy for you. It's a wonderful distraction. Yeah. Yeah, It is strange release cadence of they just put out the Generation 4 remakes and now they're doing Mm. this. But maybe they knew the Generation 4 remakes weren't going to be well received. So they wanted to have this one in the tank to help fix that. I mean, they weren't negatively received they weren't negative but people weren't like yes you can play the xbox like they could could have easily stretched it it's which is is so strange to me they could have just stretched it till the end of the year and then you know wherever else they had in tank they could have left till next year but we'll see what happens there's going to be more for this year there there are already i know you uh and and cozy have tried to remain leak free but i have gone in and turned on notifications for all of the big pokemon leakers i needed to know everything and uh, they're already teasing announcements that are going to happen this year for stuff for later this year so i don't i think we're still going to get lots of fun pokemon i just need to know is pokemon sleep coming this year that's all i need to know right now i was thinking about this the other day and (laughs) like i'm kind of curious i wonder if this game is like an especially difficult game to beta test in the pandemic because you have to assume that like sleeping is a component of testing out whether it works as intended and maybe that's difficult to do in like the current circumstances in which we live and that sort of delayed it by a little bit uh no, either I way the, I, I, I have think no the clue. delays are more i think the delays are actually more supply chain issues of they mm. were making this new peripheral for it that's right difficulties getting components and things pokemon like that. go plus plus 
Exactly. Well, so I think that might be Spiking the bigger concern uh, is getting those things manufactured. And the I'm, I'm sure they did like a cost benefit analysis to manufacturing these things and putting it out during a pandemic or just waiting. Uh, and I guess they decided to wait and see. The biggest, um, I think the biggest issue they've had is communication about it. I mean, yeah. fair enough. You're, you're going to delay it because you don't have the peripherals. But the fact that we've had two years at this point with radio silence is, is astonishing. It really is. I is mean, it it's not, though, because we're also talking about the parent company of uh, the Pokemon company being Nintendo and the look back at the Nintendo Wii heart rate monitor or the heart rate sensor that they talked about one time and then it disappeared and they officially canceled it like six years later, which I'm sure this yeah. has probably ended up in that same bucket. It's I, I, I would give them that. Sorry, go, Sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I, I would give them that benefit of doubt, but because it's only 30% of Nintendo, I, 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 what was the other 60 or 70% doing with, with, with I mean, I'm sure lives. there's been other projects canned. Yeah. Uh, from the Pokemon company specifically. Mm. Um, I do I do expect that this year, like we're, we were getting Legends Arceus at the beginning of the year. I imagine before the end of the year, I'm hoping they take more time before doing a Generation 9 and we get, let's say, Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl DLC or Legends Arceus DLC this year and then a big game next year because it gives them more time to space it out. And that's uh, why I, I think wouldn't be surprised really if we saw Let's Go Johto this year. Yeah, I'll take it. I'll take it. I was going to say earlier, Pokemon Sleep exists in such this weird space where simultaneously everybody wants to make fun of it because it's Pokemon Sleep. And Nintendo slash the Pokemon company, you know, probably understandably assumes, oh, it's fine if we don't really talk about where this game is currently at because it's Pokemon Sleep. And yet everybody is asking about it at all times. Everybody, as much as they (laughs) want to make fun of it, is really interested in it. Yes, AJ. I just had an idea. They're going to start from the ground up with Pokemon Sleep, but they're going to partner with Google again like they did with Pokemon Go and uh, that AR thing that they had with some of their phones. And because Google just just recently, I think early last year, bought Fitbit, they're going to incorporate Pokemon Sleep into Fitbit watches and go from there. Think about it. It won't happen because they already tried that with Pokemon Go and discontinued the Apple Watch version or the Apple Watch uh, complication that linked into it because no one was using it. So they just removed it entirely. Jerks. All right. Not a hill they're planning to die on, I don't think. Let's space out our Pokemon content a little bit on this podcast. (laughs) Nathan, I see you're glazing over a little bit. So I'm going to... I'm going to toss you a bone. Tell us a little bit about what's been happening in the world of Forza Horizon. Uh, So I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but I got the final achievement in Forza Horizon 5. It wasn't available to get until last Thursday because of seasonal content. Thank you. Um, So, yeah, now I have, what do we call it? I platinumed it. Did I do it right? Thousand, Thousand gamer score. Thousand gamer score. They need to have a better term for that. We've discussed this before. I'm not going to rehash that. Um, Listen, they set the trend. PlayStation trophies copied them. They, they, did, they, made they it still better. need to have an ultimate achievement or something. Don't you don't have to call it a platinum. Call it like the ultimate or the completionist or something. Yeah, I still like says, what they did hey, on the giant bomb website the when thing. they had when they had tracking there and just called it like they ranked it like S rank was you got all the achievements and like certain achievements had certain ranks and it was cool so um but then beyond that i decided to pick up the dlc for forza horizon 4 because it's on sale and uh 
so now I've been playing the Lego, Lego Forza, uh, which honestly they should make a whole game out of. Uh, I think like, while it is an expansion pack, it's not like it's, it's got a bit of content to it, but I wouldn't mind seeing a whole Forza game made in Lego. I think that could be a lot of fun and a unique way to could, use it. But would it be, would it be something you'd want to see from playground games or something from TT it, games or a collaboration between the two? Would that I'd rather be similar? See, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Would that, AJ. Would that be similar to, um, the Hot Wheels Unleashed in a way? Kind of. Um, I think. You'd probably Hot Wheels Unleashed is like real Hot Wheels on like in your house. Like if you set up a crazy track where I think the Lego, you'd be more in a Lego world. So it'd just be like a open world Lego like racer is what I what I'm imagining, because the one big issue is that not issue, but my kids pointed out you play in Lego cars, you drive around a Lego thing. But whenever you win a race, your avatar is not a Lego avatar. Mm. it's just like a regular character it's a dude yeah it's a dude um so it would have been so i think they could commit to a whole lego game and yeah i would like to see playground games make it they've got enough on their plates but uh tt games has enough issues going on i wouldn't want to see them doing more also their driving mechanics are almost as good as uh halo yeah, so, you don't want to see TT Games in this brand new engine they spent years developing go from saying, hey, this is going to be an engine made for third-person action games and instead pivot and make it about racing. Yeah. Because <laughs> we've definitely seen that be successful before of taking an engine meant for one thing and making it do something else, right? It, yeah, it, like, it could work. Uh, let's see how the drive-in in Lego Skywalker Sack of... Skywalker Saga, Sack Sega of feels. what? Sack of what, Nathan? <laughs> Sega? Sega? I will so. say the idea of a, a, a Lego racing game it, it, it is incredible. Honestly, just thinking about all the customization you could do with the cars, you know, just building building cars from scratch. And you well, know, there was yeah. a Lego racing game, wasn't there? There definitely I, have been like a couple, but it's been a while since we've had one. Like we've not had one, one in I'm sort of the modern is, era. Yeah, we had Lego racers, which released on Windows PC, the PlayStation, the Nintendo 64, and the Game Boy Color Damn. in 1999 what's, or 2001, depending on the console. What's funny about that game is I have to bet that that game probably still looks decent enough because it's all done within the Lego aesthetic. Yeah, it depends how well the 3D and the polygons have aged, really. I remember uh, I if it's on Steam. Last year I went and checked out Lego Alpha Team, which is like an action ish yes. game from the early two thousands. And that game, like again, it's a it's a PC game from the early two thousands, but it still looks okay because it's largely again done within the Lego aesthetic. It's the power um, of Lego. Yeah. Um oh also I dug out uh Lego Dimensions. I found a copy for Xbox One in a dock that'll work on the Xbox One. So Ooh. I think I have my streaming ideas intact for the next few weeks. Um, Cozy, did you end, ever end up playing the copy of that game that I mailed to you? I did play a little bit of it. it it's okay. just a thing where like the pipeline of stuff that I have on my plate keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And as excited as I am to play Lego Dimensions, like it's not a priority in terms of it being a game that I have to play to be part of a, you know, larger conversation happening conversation, right now yeah. in the industry. Uh, I, I will. Mean, it sounds like there's going to be a conversation with Nathan playing it. I'm just yeah. saying. I, I will <laughs> a thousand percent. I'm not guaranteeing that I'll be able to get around to it by next week, but I 1000% will play it sometime within the first few months of this year. 
Awesome, I'm excited awesome. to uh, dive into the portal because this is where the true portal sequel is. Uh, for portal That's two. right. It's in Lego yeah. Dimensions. So question. Question. Yes. Toys to Life. Is it is it going to make a comeback this decade or no. is it going to take yes. a break? It is Ooh. because of the Microsoft acquisition. I was just going to say that. Skylanders mm. will be back. Guitar Hero's coming back. All the plastic things are coming back into your houses. <laughs> I don't think we Microsoft's just have COP26. We, we can't do this. <laughs> we can't do this. So Skylander is coming back. It's going to come back without toys. They're going to use yeah. NFC or N NFTs. Oh my god, that's incredible. Oh. I, I'm, not, I'm not interested in NFTs, but that's brilliant. That's that's how you do that. <laughs> Amazing. No, it's not. It's really not. You want to talk about something that can kill the planet. It's not plastic toys. It's goddamn NFTs. <laughs> uh, uh, so you want NFTs, not NFTs. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have fun playing video games and not have people arguing about fake ape posters yeah, that no, Jimmy agreed. Fallon is agreed. shilling on his own show, even though he's invested in it. Yeah. Yeah. The world is weird. It is. Why is Game Freak trending on Twitter? Don't look it up. I, I got spoiled oh. to something relating to Pokemon Arceus because it was trending on Twitter. Again, I was have it that spoiled Pikachu myself died? to literally everything. Nothing can be spoiled at this point. I'm so happy. Just tell us if it's good news or bad news, bitch. Uh, no, it's just trending because I keep looking up Pokemon stuff on Twitter. Oh, okay. Because I can't help myself. I think Mitch has oh, a problem. Okay. It's okay. AJ. Intervention. Hi. AJ. Tell Hi. us your latest Project Zomboid update. Yeah. So um, I, I've spoken about it uh, a bunch of times. Camille, I don't know if you've heard of Project Zomboid at no. all. Um, it's um, it, just really quick. It's it's a third person kind of top down, isometric, um, open world survivor survival roguelike thing and it's very systems heavy um and it's for me has been incredibly addictive um so they recently released the multiplayer patch and so you know i've been playing mostly single player up to this point but i finally decided to like try and play a little bit more multiplayer just not not with people but just jumping onto a server and hoping for the best um of course, being a zombie apocalypse slash survival thing, um, you know, all the loot and st good loot and stuff is pretty well gone. They, there are some servers that have loot respawning and stuff, but that means it's going to be very hard to start on some servers. Um, so mm. I started on this one server and I just figured, I, I you know what, I'm going to go try and figure something out uh, and see if I can find something. I stumbled across a safe house that some people had made. Uh, but they were all offline. And so I was able to grab uh, all of the gear that I needed and I made a good run for it and, and kind of got out of there. And so now I'm off kind of on my own trying to uh, figure out exactly uh, what I'm going to do on this server. If I'm going to even stick around on it, I, I able to was able to find a car um, with enough gas um, to uh, kind of take me off to the outskirts of town and uh, I'm going to try and build a, a zombie apocalypse life for myself as best I can. So, so. May, I, may I ask then, it, yeah. so it's not a level-based sort of game. You've got no. servers, and, and yes. say every it's, day there's like zombies that respawn, and your basic game is yeah. to make sure that you've got enough 
to so survive. Is there like an end point to this? Or? Uh, so the game starts off with just saying, this is how you died, right? And so essentially it's like, you're, you're kind of telling your own story of how you survived this apocalypse, right? Um, there is story in, there's lore in this world and VHS tapes that you can find that kind of tell like stories of the world before and, and, and things like that. Um, there's random kind of like scenes that you can come across where like, hey, there was this was like a a safe house for for uh, some survivors, but you you go inside it and you know they're all dead on the inside. They're not even zombies. They're just they're they just died for whatever reason um, and and stuff. But um, y yeah, it's 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 just an open world and it's you it's survival, but don't let that kind of scare you because technically like every roguelike is a survival right because mm, mm. um, you're trying to to get as far as you can this you're trying to survive as long as you can um you can give yourself goals by ranking up your stats which is is very difficult to do but they don't make it impossible um and that that's stats like carpentry uh foraging the uh you know combat with axes and use of axes or things like that, right? Blunt weapons, uh, aiming, reloading your gun, whatever. You can rank up those stats the more you use them. Um, you have to kind of keep in mind, like, fitness of your character and the overall health of your character. There's, uh, There are some, like, deeper, like, nutritional facts in the game. You want to have a balanced diet, but, like, <laughs> you don't... Like, you're not going to... Your character is not going to know exactly what their diet looks like like unless yeah. you are just making sure to keep your diet varied based on all the canned food items you have or the farming stuff that you've grown uh, it's it's so systems heavy and 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 deep it's it's incredibly satisfying when things go right and it's incredibly uh devastating when things go wrong um I very so, much like the recording screen of your death. Like this, this is how you died. <laughs> well, so yeah, so that actually the the video that he showed that Cozy is showing there is actually of one that a YouTuber made, and that's something she did on her own, um, and and put in there. They were testing out pipe bomb weapons and stuff, and like, hey, she had gotten bitten. She was gonna die anyway. She was gonna turn into a zombie anyway. So they may as well uh, test out some some of these new weapons that they put in with the new patch on her, right? And so. Um, I highly recommend watching some of Nurse's let, Let's Plays um, if you're interested in this at all. Um, Ambiguous Am Amphibian does good ones, and then there's Private Lime as well. He also does some good, like, mostly story-like Let's Plays of it, where he's telling they're telling their own story as they make their way uh, through the so apocalypse. Like role playing and then. Yeah, they're kind of role playing it a, a little bit. Cool. It's it's super cool. Has this made you tempted to watch Zombieland again and just like get all the rules oh. like cardio, double tap? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's stuff you kind of have to consider as well in this game. Um, nice. But yeah, it's it. This game has been out for for quite a while. It's um, it came out in like 2013 in in very early access. Um, but it's changed a lot since then. the The development team has had some some like tragedy. With regards to like stolen laptops that uh, they didn't quite back up all of their code and had to start fresh on some of it, it was a whole there was a whole thing, a whole good story. Um, and uh, 
you're you're a kind of funny fan um so you might be familiar with one danny o'dwyer right mm, yep. yeah um so he and his no clip uh thing he recently put out a podcast talking about uh project zomboid and it sounds like he is in the first stages of coming up with uh, a documentary a no clip documentary for project zomboid so keep look thinking about that as uh, checking that out as well if you're interested at all in this game go ahead mitch uh, total non sequitur, but you do mention kind of funny. Yeah, and I do have to say that one brand that they turned me on from one of their ads was MeUndies, and that is literally the only thing I will put on a bottom. And this is not a sponsorship, by the way. Not at all. I, <laughs> I was going to say, what a I segue. placed an order in December, <laughs> December thirtieth. I placed an order from this damn site. And finally, after almost an entire calendar month, it is out for delivery here in Canada. Yeah. So just a PSA, if you're not in America and you order from an American company, it's going to take it's going to take a while right now. You just got to deal with it. Just before you move on, I, 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 it's incredible how many games are getting like a, a second chance of life slash a renaissance. And this is just another yeah. story that makes me happy. Yeah, it's, it's so it, it hasn't reached like among us levels that among us did in 2020 um but it it did hit a significant jump out of nowhere with the new multiplayer patch hmm. um and so i can only imagine it like if if they were a stock i'd buy those stonks right now <laughs> it's just nice from a developer point of view as well that your game you looks so hard on you know people are finally like notice noticing it i mean yeah. Absolutely. I love, I love me a good story. Do you yes. think, AJ, that this would make for a great game to play during our second 12-hour live stream? I actually think it would, and I think uh, there's a couple other people um, in in our, our small Press YYZ community who might actually like to participate in that. Hmm. Good, because I don't really feel like consider. buying another game right now. Yeah, that's <laughs> I'm perfectly honest. There are so many games to play right now. I'm like... $20? Can I really do that when I got Pokemon and then yeah. uh, Sifu's out in a couple of weeks and then Elden Ring a couple of weeks after that? Like, there are so many games coming. Keep in mind, your birthday is coming up. So if anybody has his Steam ID... No. Stop. Um, <laughs> also, yeah, Horizon. Uh, Dar Sturdius in our Twitch chat, twitch.tv slash pressyyz yep. mentions Horizon. Like, that's there, too. Like, I'm... I, I am a PlayStation fanboy. Like I, I, I go to bat for the brand even when they do stupid stuff. Um, Horizon is the one game coming out in the next two months. I'm like, yeah, I can wait. I don't need to be part of that conversation. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. We have an, an interesting history with Horizon on this podcast. Where oh, I see. Infamously, I played through the game for the first time, not to completion, but like partway through last year. And I brought it up and everyone else is kind of like, eh. Yeah, Horizon, that was a thing. And I, I like, heard the mechanics, really? but it took me three attempts to play that game, and I couldn't... You you could put a gun to my head and say, tell me what the plot of Horizon was, and I'd get through maybe the first two to three minutes of, like, explaining the first hour or two of the game, be like, I don't know what else happened, just pull the trigger. I think maybe part of the reason why... Obviously, this might not apply to you, but I think a lot of people during that time were too busy playing Zelda, Breath of the Wild, yeah. so yep. I guess, you know... For a lot of people who are not, not maybe PlayStation fanboys, perhaps just just some sort of excuse, probably don't take much stock on on Horizon like they do Breath of the Wild. But I'm the opposite. Yeah. I think Breath, Breath of the Wild, uh, Horizon's way better. 
I loved like take. the fighting the humans in the game. I didn't love when you got to some of the more difficult robots. I just found myself mm. being overwhelmed yeah. and having trouble taking them down. Um, and it just wasn't fun for me in the long run. It did a lot of things I really liked. I liked exploring the world. I liked finding the, is it tall necks, lawn necks, lawn necks. Yeah. The yeah. Lawn necks. Uh, and climbing up them. I like those puzzles of it. I just found like the enemies were very, very difficult. I'm hoping that the combat mechanics make it a little bit easier and gives you more ways to take things down. Also, or if they just uh, explain Nathan, the, Nathan, the sort of ways to take them down with what weapons are going to be good against X monster. Yeah. Also, Nathan, who are we kidding? That comes out the same week as King of Fighters 15, and we know that's all you're going to be playing. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, that's quite possible. <laughs> King of Fighters right, 15 Kumail? looks dope. Yeah, I mean, I had a very busy December with, with games. You know, Endwalker had come out, so I was very much focusing on the Endwalker I, I, story. Hold on, I just want to pause real oh, quickly. Sorry. The way that I uh, queued up uh, you taking your moment uh, to enter into the spotlight, that was <laughs> real awkward. I said, all right, Kumail. Like, I like I was accusing you of having done something <laughs> awful. I meant, I meant hell, to... Kumail, what the fuck? I'm, I'm I very meant, much used to that, trust me. <laughs> I, I, I meant to be like, all right, Kumail, uh... We have all talked well long enough. You are our special guest on the podcast. Go ahead. I paused a little bit too long, however, and you took the wheel <laughs> from me, which I appreciate you doing because we don't I, want I'm having a good time. to be too long. Nevertheless, what have you been up to? Sorry. Um, no, I've, I've, I've no, had a busy December with like the Endwalker story where I very much was doing the Mitch thing of playing like 12 hours at a time getting through that story. And then the whole I played, thing like, with Guardians Endwalker was incredible. The fact the fact Sorry. they had to like suspend sales of Final Fantasy online because of Endwalker coming out yeah. just blew my mind. Like, how does that happen? And again, we're talking about like stories that that make you feel good. You know, Daniel Dwyer, for example, did a no clip documentary about this game, and like seeing where they were to where they are now is is absolutely insane to me. But I've been a bit a bit in a phase where after I play too many games or too much of, of a game, I, I kind of tend to, you know, slow down a bit. And so January has been a bit of a dry month where I've been logging into final fantasy and, and try my hand at like the harder sort of content at the moment. Mm. Um, and, and so, yeah, that's where I am currently. I mean, I've just been playing some final fantasy 14. Um, I've been managing to get friends, um, to move over to my server now. So I've got quite a few friends to play this with. Um, but I haven't been playing too hard on it, maybe like an hour a day. Um, but there's another game that I've been playing um, at the moment, and that's uh, Pokemon Unite, which is a game that I've been playing like pretty much every single day um, because I've had a friend uh, that's been joining me for it. And um, I usually play maybe one or two ranked matches or sometimes maybe five to ten ranked matches a day. And actually just today, I, I finally got to that elusive master rank, and I'm, I, I was well happy with that. So now, no matter what happens, I've made it to the top. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's just another game I've been playing very casually. And I guess the last game I've been playing is, is Pokemon Masters on mobile. Um, again, more Pokemon, more stories. Um, that, that's yeah. one I haven't heard of. I, or maybe I have. So that, that was the one that came out two or three years ago where it was like the Pokemon mechanics, but it was like three on three. It was announced oh, was at the same time like as Pokemon almost? Sleep, would you believe? <laughs> so, I would yeah, very much two, believe that, but it came out like right after that announcement, didn't was it? it? Was it kind of board game-like? Uh, no, no, that was... Um, it was a gotcha. That one. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, the, the way Pokemon Masters is structured is, is like Mitch says, it's, it's three versus three, uh, essentially. Um, yeah. And then there's other types of content they've introduced now, which is like three versus one against big bosses and stuff like that. But I, what I really like about Pokemon Masters is one, there's, there's um, lots of great stories within it, some that relate to the main line games and some which are like original unique stories um two is very free to play friendly where 99 percent of the content can be cleared very easily by free to play players um three the gacha mechanics are probably the most generous i've seen in a mobile game before when you compare something like genshin impact which gives you like 0.6 percent chance to pull you know the top end character Pokemon masters give you on average, just seven to twelve percent chance of getting a top top end character. Um, so it, on that, that on that point one. of games with gotchas and pulls mm. and stuff like that, um, have any of you checked out Yu-Gi-Oh Master Duel? Yes. What's a Yu-Gi-Oh? So <laughs> oh, you're not that old. Come on. <laughs> I, I am. Uh, What's a Yu-Gi-Oh? To Think of poker, but with like Come on. images. So <laughs> it is a card game based, or it's an. There's an anime based on a card game, and the card game has been going for years at this point. Um, and they just released a free-to-play, essentially their, like, competitive app where you have to go in and buy packs and build a deck and do all of these things. And the pull rates there are actually kind of generous for a game like this. I was very surprised, as well as the ability to, like, deconstruct cards you don't need to craft other cards you might need. Like, it's it's very well thought out. The fact but, that sorry, give Camille, you, I interrupted. Like, You're, yeah. some very good decks at the beginning of the game as well, you get to choose from three different decks. And those, like, I remember running into uh, someone online that was running the, the Blue Eyes deck and I was like, I was finished by turn two because of how well they played. Yeah, no. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, It's a, it's a good game and hopefully the, it doesn't become egregious because I've seen, like, mobile games where at the beginning of their life cycle, they're very generous, they're, they're quite good to the consumer and, like, seven years later now, they're just absolutely milking the game before they shut it down, which is I mean, a shame. Pokemon Unite was that way at launch too with all the launch bonuses and you could like buy currency at a discount and all these things and that all went away. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They've, they've made it a lot more free-to-play friendly compared to the first month where you, they, now they gave you... Um, you can basically get three items which you can attach to your Pokemon um, to level 30 for free. And so oh, the, nice. the disparity between you facing off against people who paid at the very beginning compared to people who start now has, has been lowered. Now it's more of a skilled-based game. But yeah, I totally I appreciate that. I should really that. jump back into it. You know, Yeah, that's what, you, all you need is someone to be there with you and say maybe one or two games when you fancy it on your mobile or, you know. Yeah. It's one of those things. Before we move on... I figured that was going to become a pooping game and it never did. No. I Well, I, sh well, I didn't shit on it, but maybe I expected me to like... Maybe we should move on now. No, I, <laughs> mean, I mean like a game I play while I'm on the toilet instead of infinitely scrolling TikTok. That's fair. fair. But TikTok's so I'm good. I'm going to stop. Gonna it's, kill I'm me. having a lot of fun with TikTok. I've been posting some TikToks and stuff too. It's a good time. Mm -hmm. To jump back over to Pokemon Masters for just a sec, I've always been oh. intrigued by Masters because I'm the kind of guy that tends to like the lore and characters of the world of Pokemon, and mm. I feel like the baseline games don't give us enough of them sometimes. Um, yeah. But... You know, I've had enough experience with other gacha games in the past to know that a few years in, they can get a little bit complicated and daunting to get into for new time users. Do you feel like that's true of Pokemon Masters? At this point in the game, is it kind of daunting to try out for the first time? There's, I, 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 yeah, I totally understand. Like when you install a game and you, you're greeted with all these different menus of different things, I will say to an extent, you can get a bit overwhelmed when you see all the different menus and all the different things. 
Um, and that's why um, on the Poke Ramble podcast channel, um, I've made a, a beginner's guide. Um, I've made it last year, but it pretty much still applies to this year. And it basically takes you through the basics of, of what's what. Um, they've streamlined the game a lot more. But yeah, I mean, if you do need a guide on, on, on um, you know, on starting the game, then that's there for you. But I, I, I would say always after, say just jump in and... Sorry. I was going to say, after I guessed it on your show, I tried. I'm like, I'm going to jump in and this is going to be great. Is, Kumail hyped it up so much. It's going to be so much fun. And I got overwhelmed by the menus. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah. This was fine. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's one of those things. It just depends on like how persistent you're going to be with it. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, it's, it's, it's hard for me to sort of like tell people to get into it because of that. But yeah, as I said, if, you, if you're really keen to start, then there's a guide there for you. Cool, cool, cool. But here's the other thing. Worst comes to worst, just go on YouTube. There's plenty of people who like record the story chapters for you on and all the kind of events. So if you feel like you're missing out on all that kind of stuff, there's plenty of people on YouTube that have recorded it, so you can always watch it like that. Mitch. Yes, sir. You've talked quite a bit throughout this podcast thus far about the Pokemons. That's because all that's all anything, I can do. That's all I can that's all my brain can comprehend at this point. Anything Pokemon related that you have not talked about thus far that also is not related to our topic of the show that you want uh, to get off I'm, your chest? I'm doing a Nuzlocke right now in Pokemon Sword, which has been a blast. That's nice. right. How's that uh, going? So for, anyone who, if, for anyone who doesn't know, I know, AJ, I mentioned Nuzlocke earlier and your eyes glazed over. I know <laughs> what a Nuzlocke is. I've known what a Nuzlocke is for a very long time. I'm too yeah, afraid yeah. to do it myself. I was. And then I committed. I'm like, all right, this is going to happen on stream. I'm going to be fully committed to it. And I'm having a great time with it, honestly. Uh, for those who don't know, a Nuzlocke are essentially self-imposed rules to make Pokemon hard. Where you can only catch the first Pokemon you encounter on a route. Um, and if a Pokemon faints in any battle, you can no longer use it. As well it's, as setting your battle it's style It's as good as set, dead. So you don't get the option to switch between Pokemon uh, when an opposing trainer's Pokemon faints which adds a significant amount of challenge to the game and i've had a really good time with it so far we're almost at the end of the game i think what all we have left now are the legendary encounters and the champion so i'm hoping the plan at least if i can get streaming early enough tomorrow before the launch of pokemon legends arceus is to finish the nuzlocke hang out do some raids and stuff and then jump into that game when that comes out because i've just i've needed something to like Towards the end of last year, and you'll notice it if you go back to episodes of this show, I wasn't around all that much. I was feeling kind of burnt out on the whole being on the internet thing. Um, and that still holds true to some degree. I think I need to do a better job of separating myself from it. But I needed something to really make me want to stream and to play games on the internet and to share my passions with other people. And Pokemon did that for me. And I'm really glad that I did that leading up to Legends Arceus because it's made me that much more excited for that game when it drops. Can I ask in terms of your Nuzlocke in Sword and Shield? I haven't seen anyone do a Nuzlocke of, of Sword and Shield thus far, but in terms of the wild area, how does that work? Can you pick a Pokemon from from you know the over, overworld or do you have to go to, into the grass and, and pick one from there? Uh, to each their own. Uh, the rules yeah. I imposed on myself is mm. overworld encounters. You cannot catch something from an overworld encounter. So if the yeah. first encounter ended up being an overworld encounter because I couldn't avoid it, whatever, I just run away. Mm. Uh, the only encounters I was allowed to capture as part of the Nuzlocke were those from random encounters. Mm. And 
I don't I don't want to spoil your play- playthrough, obviously, but I see you've got seven deaths. So could you tell us oh, about one of the deaths? Oh, it's more than that. It is way <laughs> more than that. If you go to the end of that video, it's more than seven. <laughs> can you can you tell tell me about one that you're actually truly devastated about? Maybe like, uh, and, and the nickname for that Pokemon, perhaps. Like, or what's one one partner that you lost that you so really didn't want to? So the 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 one that hurt the most was the first, I think. Uh, I was very much attached to this Butterfree that I caught. It was the first Pokemon oh, no. I caught. After the, after the thing started, I'm like, oh, I'm stuck with this friggin' oh, Butterfree. Man, this, this is, is going to be awful. This is just taking after the anime now. Oh, yes, pretty much, yeah. The first oh, one my Pokemon God. I caught was a Caterpie. Um, so I was like, oh, whatever. This thing's going to be you know, fodder at some point for stuff. Um, turned out to be like the power, the powerhouse of my entire team. Mm. And the big thing that it was good, it was good for was... Uh, captures. So the fact that Butterfree's ability compound eyes increases accuracy of the moves you use and it had sleep powder meant that I had basically like a 98% chance of sleep powder hitting. So it was amazing for catching Pokemon in this Nuzlocke. And then I lost it trying to catch a, um, it was not Boldor, but the, the first, uh, Rog and Rolla. Rog and Rolla. So I was, uh, I was, Trying to catch this rock and roll, a rock type, you know, I've got a bug flying type. Everything will be fine, right? So I put the thing to sleep turn one and um, turn one, the stupid thing wakes up and kills me in one hit with a rock type attack. Nice. Yeah. Uh, And it had a lovely nickname given to it by my uh, Twitch chat of credit card debt. Damn. But when I did inevitably catch that rock and roll, its nickname became debt free. But then it also died later in the run. But, I bet you weren't too upset by it dying as, <laughs> as that Butterfree. Because it was a perfect capture tool for this Nuzlocke. It would have been great, but alas, we, we, we got to move away from like, far calling Pokemon tools thing before, before we have uh, certain organizations after us. Exactly. Nathan, yeah, uh, that, yeah. can you tell us what Roggenrola looks like? Oh, Roggenrola. I assume... He's some I did sort say of... it was a rock type. I gave you that advantage. So now you know it is at least a rock type. Okay. So I assume it's some sort of rock frog, a stone frog with a guitar. Um, and that has drums as wheels. I think you Sorry, that I'll be right back. I, I I'm mean, just going to tweet Masuda to hire this guy because that's a brilliant I was going to say. <laughs> I was pretty not much just expecting his... coal rather Honestly, than Honestly, that, that was as good as a goddamn ice cream cone or a trash bag. Hey, you hey, joke. I, I, had an, I, I caught an ice cream cone in this Nuzlocke. I'm like, I'm going to use this thing. It's going to be great. And I didn't use it once. I <laughs> always say that people need to think of it this way, that things in the Pokemon world were based off the Pokemon rather than the other way around. That's how I always think of it. And it works. I, I, I've got that disbelief now that I can get past. So, like, like ice it. cream in the Pokemon world was invented after people saw um, Vanillax and it's thought, wow, that's... on Vanilla, yeah. yeah. But yeah. also, in the Pokemon world, at least at the very least in the second generation, there is mention of potentially eating bits and pieces of Pokemon. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Poke tail. So, yeah. there's a... Yeah. There's a there's a not zero chance that somebody has literally gone to eat the ice cream cone Pokemon. I forget their but names. There, there's but there there is also a lot of lore in Pokemon mythos Vanillish. that That's that it. um well Vanillaite, Vanillish, and Vanillux. Um, there is a lot of lore built around the fact that Sinnoh is one of, if not the first Pokemon region, or like the first like region that had Pokemon, and it kind of spread out from there. So. 
even if they're saying these things of eating slowpoke tails and stuff in Johto, we all know Sinnoh is the OG. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sure. Intriguing. Uh, over the course of the past week, uh, I've been keeping busy by playing games on my Xbox Series X. Uh, one of the games I've been playing is a little game called Nobody Saves the World. Uh, we here at PressYZ are currently playing through it uh, as part of our latest uh, which, whichever you want to call it, uh, initiative on our end. We, we still need have a not come up with a good name video for game it. book club thing that doesn't have a name yet. TBD, give us a name if you got a good yeah. name. We we don't want it to just be our play along game forever. Uh, myself and Nathan played a little bit of that game uh, on stream on Monday actually, and while I don't know that we're ready quite just yet to share our full thoughts on it, uh, I can say that it is pretty fun. Yeah, I should I probably know. start it, eh? Yeah, if you're going to talk yeah. about it next week. Um, next yeah. week? Oh, no, there's no chance I'm playing it before next week. <laughs> I mean... Uh, Remember, Pokemon comes out on Friday, guys. Pokemon! Yes, we know. Uh, AJ, you're muted, I think. You're right, I was. I Play it now, and then you can... But I need to finish the Nuzlocke. <laughs> okay, fine. Do what you It's Drinkbox, <laughs> support a Canadian studio. I will, but also Pokemon. I will also um, say, not to get super deep into our thoughts on the game, the game is like oh, a little bit samey. I just lost uh, the game. Not necessarily in a, not necessarily in like <laughs> a bad sense of like it's incredibly repetitive and monotonous, but like, you know, quite a few hours in, I don't know if the final few dungeons of this game are going to be a drastic, you know, massive turnaround from what I've been experiencing uh, in the game up until this point. So even if you don't manage to beat it by next week, Mitch, at least give it a good honest shot, because I feel like a few hours will kind of give you a good flavor for what the majority of the experience has to offer. Is it like a size I think you underestimate how much Pokemon means to me as a human being. Yes, apparently. Uh, there is no way any game other than Legends Arceus will get booted up. Unless there's a decent weekly drop in Halo next week. But even then, that's Tuesday. So, so I got time. Uh, to answer your question, Camille, uh, Nobody Saves the World is basically a kind of like Diablo, a Link to the Past inspired top-down action RPG where you're basically swapping between all these various different characters that can transform and swap between each other. You have like a magician that you can play as, a slug. Uh, it, oh. It's very kind of like idiosyncratic. And is this the one that has like 100 different characters that you go through? 17. Seven, which oh, it, it still oh, feels close. like i mean yeah. it's pretty close yeah i was gonna yeah. say it feels like a lot yeah okay carry the one yeah yeah you'll and it's from that. the you'll appreciate this it's from the same developers behind the guacamelee games drink box nice. uh yep it's really good i beat it last night um i'm almost done maxing all the forms out and then i'm gonna start my new game plus run to get the last achievement <laughs> so before we talk about uh, our full thoughts on uh, Nobody Saves the World, however, I want to share a few thoughts on the other big game that I played on my Xbox Series X this past week, uh, which is Quantum Break. I've talked in the past on this podcast about how I occasionally listen to a, another podcast called Respawn Aim Fire uh, that occasionally does uh, playthroughs of bigger games over the course of a month. They are playing through Quantum Break this month, so I jumped in and played it to completion. Um, quick question. Anyone else here played this game? No. No? Uh, really? Barely. 
I played hmm. it for some sort of points for Microsoft Rewards. I had to get to a certain point, and then I stopped. So after I beat Control, which is the last game that a Remedy point put out, you know, not counting Alan Wake Remastered, I never felt particularly inclined to kind of go back and experience this game because it kind of felt like the kind of culture surrounding the game was kind of like, eh, that was sort of like not a bad game, but a misstep. Having now played it, like, I I really do feel like, and I talked about this a little bit on Twitter, like there's no game that I've ever played more in the past that feels like the video game equivalent of brutalist architecture. This game is like insanely beautiful from a technical perspective. It's flawless. A lot of the like crazy kind of time ripple effects that's going on in this game, because the whole premise of this game is that time is breaking down and you can manipulate time in all these crazy ways to obliterate your enemies. It's ultra super duper impressive, but unfortunately the game really is kind of lacking in a really kind of strong emotional core. There's nothing like, for example, the relationship between Polaris and Jesse Faden in Control that's sort of like pushing the narrative forward and kind of keeping you, the player, emotionally engaged in what's going on. And it's, I would say, kind of the game's uh, biggest downfall. And it's a little unfortunate because everything else in the game is really, really solid. I even kind of love the whole live-action TV segments of the game, which as you might recall, the whole deal with this game when it first came out is Remedy's like, hey, we inserted these live action TV segments uh, at interstitial points throughout the game that will change in response to the choices that you make during the gameplay. Um, But even with those, I was like, these are really well made, well acted, great actors, but like, it it just feels kind of hollow. Did... do you have Sorry. any interest in watching the show? Uh, you mean, like, I oh, mean, I watched... show for that. Yeah. Quantum Wait. Break was released simultaneously with a TV show. But, hold I, on. Well, Is this, isn't that built into that. the game? Though, I was going to say... Like, watch the episodes of the show in between gameplay segments or Is something? Is that how that works? I thought it was thought a so. yeah, that thing that, that tied together. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Quantum Break TV show is the show that you experience in the game. People were oh, just upset because there that. was like an extra like 60 or 70 gigabytes worth of HD video you had to download to play this game when all of that space was taken up by a TV show. Mm. TV, 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 TV. Wait, so the TV show's yep. in the game. You can access the TV show from the game. Yeah, it's from like yeah. You, you have like a TV segment followed by a game segment followed by a t- Like it goes back and oh. forth between TV and game. Okay. And again, the TV segments are good. Like, as far as, like, kind of uh, console gimmick defining games go, Quantum Break definitely ranks pretty high up there uh, compared to some other examples that we could point to from that era. But I beat it. I, you know, sat down, put the controller down. I definitely if anything, gained a greater appreciation for Remedy that they managed to pull off a game that, you know, looked and felt this sublime back in 2016. But I don't feel particularly inclined to go back and play it again. Whew. All right. All right. 
Uh, with that out of the way, let's go ahead and transition into our topic of the show for this week. Uh, we are tier ranking uh, every single mythical Pokemon in existence based on how good or bad they would be as pets. Uh, I was particularly inspired to come up with this particular tier ranking segment because I've actually been on the lookout recently for uh, a dog that I can adopt. It's probably not something that's going to happen for quite a few months, so... If any of you out there are like, oh, no, 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 Cozy, hold on, I have a quick little piece of advice I need to give you. You need to know this about renting a dog. Don't worry, you still have plenty of time to let me know. Um, uh, for, for, first piece of advice, you don't rent dogs. I, <laughs> that, was mis- that was me misspeaking. I know that you don't rent dogs. Sometimes, I mean, you probably can, but that's not the point of dog ownership. We're not, this is not, not leasing the pet. This is not... <laughs> Yeah, uh, cozy I mean, does, do, Mr. Magooing into like, renting a dog, not knowing anything about do it. Do dog leasing services exist? Did, well, there, you have I'm things Googling like cat it. cafes and puppy cafes and stuff in like Japan. So it. Has I mean, to. they do cats. They don't do dogs, right? Because oh, they do. No, they do. They do. There's a hedgehog. There's a hedgehog cafe yeah. somewhere. There's. I mean, hedgehogs also, make sense because they're not going anywhere. But like dogs are so hyperactive, they just be running between tables and everything. Like. I, I just, you can you can I, actually in the UK you can uh, actually to Cozy's point you can rent like an experience with, with dogs and they're all like little puppies you can play around with and stuff like that. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, I'd the love to go to a puppy playground or something. That'd be great. Oh, I in any sorry, case, you were saying you found something. Yeah, no, so no, we're not we're not we're not changing the subject that quick, Cozy. You're not getting out of this that easy. I googled Again, dog I misspoke. Personally. I misspoke. This isn't something that I genuinely, truly believe. I was, you know, going on my spiel, getting ready. I know, but we're having fun with it. Running with it as a bit. Nathan, go ahead. Teasing. Um, So, just to be clear, I googled dog leasing services, and the first entry there is leasing a dog is a really bad idea. (laughs) I mean, that makes sense. (laughs) The bark. (laughs) It's from a website called the bark. Um, also, pet leasing, a dangerous new scam hitting Canada uh, from oh, 2019 in no. Canadian well, Pet Connection. So just so everybody's aware, ignore Cozy's advice. Do not <laughs> lease a dog or rent a dog. The thumbnail for this episode even, is basically Cozy behind bars. I'm not even giving bars. out advice. <laughs> it's, it's Cozy throwing a Pokeball and it's just a dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we have the... Can we have the uh, thumbnail be cozy trying to rent a dog, but Pokemon. like from from the side of like a white panel van that just says dogs for rent. Yes, <laughs> instead of free candy, free puppies. <laughs> you know what? Sorry, cozy. Go ahead. If y'all believe so Someone strongly, had to say it. If y'all Someone believe so strongly it. that I believe in renting dogs, and you know what? I'll lean into it further. You know those <laughs> NFTs that are all the rage these days. Rent some of those. Not. Rent an NFT, NFT puppies. People are eventually going to lease out their NFTs. It's going to... It's, it's already happen. happening, Mitch. It's already happening. Of course it is. And I'm here to tell it's you that it's a click, good idea. <laughs> no, just a, just a picture beh- like above the tweet, just like Yu-Gi-Oh! with a card saying, steal your meme card or steal your NFT card. Yeah. Oh, mate. It's like those memes you see of like hitting the hitting your server with the Uno reverse card and they've got an yeah. Uno reverse yeah, card yeah, in their yeah. pocket for just such an occasion. Oh, God. I still don't okay. understand where the value comes from. I really don't. It's artificial value, just like almost everything in a capitalist society. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, you're gonna miss but out. But imagine if it was Skylanders. 
Wait, what if there I mean, was Skyliner Pokemon NFTs, NFTs are going to be a thing? That that's the that's the thumbnail. It's Cozy trying to lease a dog from the back of a white panel van and Skylander NFTs. Here's the problem: when Pokemon NFTs are a thing, you're going to see me and Mitch in a suit Shit. on YouTube in front of you're a white. You're telling me I can own Heracross? Like actually own Heracross? There goes all my money. God damn it! <laughs> oh dear. Uh, real actual talk for a real actual second. I actually watched a really good video on NFTs the other day uh, by Josh Strife Hayes called What the Hell Are NFTs? Uh, actually really good and informative if you're like, I don't know what NFTs are and I don't want to know what NFTs are, but I kind of feel like I have to just so you that I can know at this point, you yeah. know, be part of the conversation and not get scammed. I just had a realization in Pokemon, you have a trainer ID, and that trainer ID goes, gets, you know, branded, I guess, onto your Pokemon. So it always has your trainer ID attached to it. So when so you, do you want trainer IDs friend, generated by the blockchain so that it goes with you between games? I'm just saying, I'm not. Uh, Nintendo usually picks weird lanes to run the internet. I'm not putting it past them. I hate how much... I mean, Pokemon is the original NFT, where exactly what you're saying is you have yeah. your unique identifier. And then, then you trade it, so that is, it always comes back to your you. identifier. Yeah. yeah. He's cracked it. He's cracked it. Yep. I, fi I figured it out. That's why Pokemon is so addictive. They were the original <laughs> NFTs. Yeah. This is where all that Wii money went to. <sighs> I guess they were. I guess they were. Sorry, Cozy, you were supposed to say something before I de totally derailed the conversation for a good it's five fine. minutes. It's fine. It's fine. So what kind of deal should I lease? All things considered, we're actually... <laughs> Wait, I believe he was talking about renting a dog. Was that not what we were talking about? It's going to continue to come up because the topic of the show has to do with pets. It does. It does. Uh, we are tier ranking uh, all of the mythical Pokemon based on how good or bad pets they would make. Uh, now, Porygon quick, number uh, one. little explanation. Uh, unfortunately, Porygon's not going to be part of this discussion because we are only talking about mythical Pokemon. Uh, if you are not indoctrinated in the world of Pokemon, uh, mythical Pokemon are the rarest of the rare Pokemon. When I was originally conceiving this topic of the show, I thought I would do it about all legendary Pokemon. Turns out there's like close to a hundred legendary Pokemon at this point. So we're only talking about mythical Pokemon, which are the Pokemon that you can typically only obtain through like in-person events or through like digital distribution. You can't find them in the Pokemon games. You are only given to them through special events. Yes, Mitch. Oh, thank God that stretching was hard. I hurt my shoulder shoveling snow the other day. So that actually was difficult for me. Um, I was going to say if, if people aren't indoctrinated in the Pokemon mythos and they're still listening to this after an hour of us just rambling about random Pokemon shit, Thank you. Oh, yes. by all means. Thank you. Because <laughs> I know if it, if it was me and we were talking like Minecraft or some shit, I'm out after like five minutes. If or Wordle. <laughs> yeah, you didn't make it two seconds into my Zomboid talk for the third week in a row. So, hey, in my it. defense, I was only there for one of those three weeks, I think. That's true. You did need to take a break after my last one. So exactly. <laughs> so, oh, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, for today's session, uh, we're going to be ranking all the mythical Pokemon into six different tiers. Starting at the top, we have Men's Best Pokemon. Next, we have Fantastic Friend. Then we have Pocket Pal. Then we have Oof. Contentious Creature, Mortifying Monster, and finally, as is PressYZ tradition, just Knack. Can I make a, an I've amendment got... to this? Sure. 
Can we change the knack tier to rental only? <laughs> All right. <laughs> That's fair. Very also, can, can we change can the we change pocket Matt's pal name? That sounds terrible. His best friend. Yeah, I don't like Pocket Pal either. All right, yeah, do we uh, want to change all of them at this point? Pocket Pal is, is like, I, th I think that's an actual, like, sex toy brand somewhere. <laughs> yeah, what does contentious mean? Well, what else are you going to do if you're least? <laughs> I'm sure like that. that all of these are, like, sex toy brands somewhere. Let's not talk dog. about how much, our, how much Pokemon relates to sex toys, okay? We've got literally, like, liquid metal. Have you a seen? Thing with some hula hoops. Have you seen and, the Gardevoir memes? Have I you don't seen want the to. Really don't. Pasta. Like, have you seen me. the Gardevoir Rule Thirty Four? Uh, I I have seen that separately. Cozy's even before, just start googling it like on screen. Please don't. All right, <laughs> let's get this myth going. All right, let's get this show on the road. Let's get this show on the road, oh. as our good friend Nathan McInerney just stated. I'm ready to uh, rate some Pokemon. Let's talk about mythical Pokemon number one, Mew. Uh, Nathan, do you know this one? Yes, I'm aware of Mew. He is the pre-evolution of Mewtwo. Exactly. Yes, not, exactly. <laughs> not quite. Uh, Mew is, of course, uh, the original mythical Pokemon, the only mythical Pokemon from Gen 1. He is said to be the ancestor of all Pokemon, containing Wait, all not Articuno? of their... Wait, uh, no, not Articuno. Uh, Articuno? No, not Articuno. Although Articuno is pretty rare Pokemon, too. I know no. those ones. <laughs> Do you, do you know what you remind me of? You remind me of the donkey sketch about Pokemon. <laughs> That's what it's going to devolve to. That is to a fantastic yeah. compliment. Uh, <sighs> Mew is rather unique in that it can learn every single Pokemon Mew move in existence, including Transform. Uh, commonly in the Pokemon anime, it will transform into various other Pokemon in order to remain elusive and out of sight. Uh does anybody want to take a shot in the dark on where they think that this thing should rank? What Can are the rankings see... again? Can we see uh, the, names? the rankings? The uh, are from top to bottom: Man's Best Pokemon, Fantastic Friend, Pocket Pal, Contentious Creature, <laughs> Mortifying Monster, and Rental Only. Here, so Can... I'd like to take a stab at this to start, okay. if you don't mind. Sure. Uh, I think it belongs in the Pocket Pal tier because it can transform into literally anything. God damn it. Anything. <laughs> um, I, I was going to say Mortifying Monster because that thing looks like a hairless pet and hairless pets are terrible. I, I was going to say I, Fantastic Friend because of how it... Because of how Mew is, especially in Pokemon, the first movie, like Mew is great. Hey, well, can here's we, the thing, can right? we just change was... Pocket Pal the best buddy now before we get taken off the internet? Oh, Cole, you got to stick with the Pocket Pal, surely. God damn it. <laughs> Cozy's put so much effort into these names. We can't just, you know, mess about with it. I'm Googling Pocket Pal. No, that's Pal. fine. Wish me luck. <laughs> I, I like best God buddy because. <laughs> It's a, it's a, I feel like it's a pretty good midsection between Fantastic Friend and Contentious Creature. And you came up with that off the dome, so that's pretty good, Mitch. Good job. Good the job. only thing I've been good for through the entire history of this podcast is coming up with stupid names for stuff. So, my thing with Mew is, right, I could either put it right at the top or, or second... Because, obviously, we've gone through, like, what Mew can do, what Mew's capable of. You know, it's very cute. It's, it's like a little cat. Um... The only problem I have with Mew is how mischievous it can be. Mm. And, like, so, there's some days where I'm happy to play about with with a pet. 
there's other days where I'm like, I don't need this shit right now. Like, I'm the kind of person who... I My sister's got a cat, for example. I love playing with that cat. But if I had to look after that thing and do all the extra stuff with it, I would hate it. And I, I guess with Muse, like, prankster sort of nature, I, yeah. It, it would be a great friend to have, but, yeah, probably not the best. So maybe I'm going to put that second. I think hmm. that's two votes for second the second ranking there what is it friend uh fantastic, fantastic friend. friend yes Ooh, fantastic yeah. friend all right well uh if there are no outliers i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna put mew at fantastic friend all right with mew out of the way uh we can move on to our second mythical pokemon which is of course uh the one and only celebi a pokemon that was introduced in generation two and also the only mythical pokemon from generation two uh this uh forest fairy uh, has the ability to travel through time and is psychic grass type so it has power over both the mind and plant matter i am good sorry uh, I mean, that's I'm gonna not put entirely this, incorrect. Put this in A tier. Closer to a pseudo wudo. I'll show you a pseudo wudo. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! Mitch is Careful getting spicy. Pocket pal. Oh, pocket pal. I've been all up and Pokemon <laughs> is my release, baby. We might just get episode sixty nine after all. Uh, we'll see about <laughs> that one. Yeah, I, I think with with Celebi, I think that's probably as. I think that has to go at top because I can't really fault it on anything really. Also, it's you cute. can time travel. It's useful. It can time travel. So if you f mess up something, you can just be like, you know what? Nah, I'm going to redo that. That's pretty cool. Now, um, an important thing well to behaved. keep in mind, it, mm. it's said within Selby's Pokedex entries that Selby is said to come from a good timeline in the future it doesn't come from like a bad dystopian future which means that theoretically it probably is not going to help you time travel to perform some sort of heinous act oh no i'm just i'm just saying like if i trip up and break my arm at least then it can like sure me from that future yeah but that, that would aren't you having to deal with the ramifications of doing that time travel you're not just going back to the same time like you mentioned timelines oh you're okay. going back to fix that you're not going to be on the timeline that you were That's, originally okay. on so okay. you're you're creating this whole branching multiverse out of pokemon just by having this thing i feel like it's just going to break space time the more well, you use celebi's ability it depends so it should be a very trailer. limited usability it should probably be a rental only and and uh be licensed or or regulated in some form rental oh, no, only the, 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 hmm. wait, so how we how we define these tiers are, are these tiers like as in like bottoms the worst tops the best or is it kind of like yes more usage? that's the idea oh, I, I can't oh, you can't do the rental only like mitch if if celebi was your pokemon would you abuse it like that that's 110 percent who wouldn't it. oh god damn Anyone um, with the ability to time travel would abuse the ability to time travel. Can I take it and go kill Hitler with it? But mm. does killing you, Hitler yep. just open the door for someone worse to... No, actually, no, I'm not I getting into this say. conversation. No, 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 no. I'm noping out of this one. I'm going to mute myself again. <laughs> just delete the NFT concept from reality. Right. Be done. Look, I'm going to say man's best friend. But I, I totally understand where Mitch is coming from. But the way I'll use it, I won't abuse it, okay? All and right. like. You know, be able to, like, fix forests and, like, stop climate change. I mean, come on. you got to have, like, man's best friend to be up there. I think that it should be a contentious creature because it's cool, but obviously the potential destructive powers of this Pokemon are enormous if you misuse it. Uh, we have quite a split vote, so let's go from bottom to top. 
Raise your hand if you think that it should be rental only. Uh, do we keep oh. our hand up or do we keep our hand up until you say the one we don't want it at or hold on i just this realized like kind of funny we ranking? have no way of knowing whether or not kumail is raising his hand i'm so... just gonna say the word raise hand <laughs> okay <laughs> perfect yeah kumail all right raises his hand. are we doing all this right. the kind yeah, of so... kumail used raise hand it was not very effective it's myself <laughs> myself mitch and aj uh have our hands raised uh, do we think uh, that it is a mortifying monster? Keep oh, your hand raised if yes. I understand. All right. Okay. Uh, so well, okay, so I, I'm still I'm still sticking with man's best friend. So. All right. So we know where Kumail's is. So you guys okay. can just vote between the three of you. Because okay. I put my hand down on this one. It should be rental only. Just okay. on principle. And Don't want to friggin' abuse time travel. I don't know. Monsters. This sounds like it's going to be a little well, contentious. Are you this creature. On the Nathan began raising his hand. Uh, so he's also in agreement it should be mortifying monster. The only one who abstains is Mitch. Uh, do we think it is a contentious creature? Keep your hand raised if yes. All right. Everybody keeps their hand raised but Mitch. Uh, do we think it is a best buddy? Oh. Uh, myself and AJ dropped our hands, which means that we are going to have to put Selby into the best buddy slot. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. I well, should be I was voting for contentious you. creature, but I think Kamel's vote higher made I, it. Look, we, we have to like give some credence to the fact that it can literally save environments. Like, come on. Yeah. You know what? Sure, Actually, you, I'll, you could I'll, I'll retroactively say that I kept my hand raised. We'll leave it at best buddy. Nice. Sure. Okay. All right. Uh, let's move on to our third mythical Pokemon. Uh, it is the one and only Jirachi. Uh, Jirachi is the Wishmaker Pokemon. Uh, normally, it remains asleep for 1,000 years, and upon waking up after those 1,000 years have elapsed, <laughs> uh, it grants wishes of any kind. Uh, we will say, for the sake of this hypothetical, that Jirachi is not constantly asleep. It is up and about uh, and doing its thing like a normal pet would. Uh, I, it is psychic. This is now. worse than Celebi. It is psychic no. and seal type. No. <laughs> it will no. grant any wish any wish um, and you don't want to regulate that through rental or leasing in some way worth pointing but, but out you, though mitch i think you have to you have to <coughs> put are you going to do something dodgy mitch with this wish granting pokemon yes normal people God will do it. that no no one with a rational mind would anyone with a rational mind would say yeah i wish for 10 billion dollars and never have to work a day in their but lives. everybody would have 10 and billion dollars and 10 billion dollars wouldn't be worth anything like, uh, we're pointing out. Okay, like sorry. The I've been coming at this at the angle where there's only one Jirachi and you're like the sole owner of this Jirachi. So everyone can get a Jirachi, <laughs> is what you're saying. No, this. it would be like an Elder Wand situation where we're killing each other over the possession of this creature. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, no, this is top tier for me. Most no, it has... is... <laughs> <laughs> I agree with top tier. This one's cute. Does it talk on his stomach? This is this is one of my favorite mythical um, Pokemon, and like it likes sleep. I love it, naps. It, it doesn't talk out great. of its stomach. Its stomach has a third eye that, when it is in the process of granting wishes, opens up. Mm. Oh, it that's looks like how a it smile. works. It looks yeah. like a mouth. Okay. Uh, I I actually like this guy quite a bit too. I would put him in. I don't know if I would put it in top tier. I would put him at fantastic friend because the thing about Jirachi is. He can be a little bit of a stinker when he grants your wishes. In the Pokemon movie in which he appears, somebody wishes for oh, does he have a, like candy a monkey bars. paw and it curls and like not it's not to that degree. Happens on the other it, pl- side of the planet. 
It's not to that degree. Somebody asks for candy bars at one point, and what Jirachi does is candy bars appear out of thin air, but actually what it's doing is it's just teleporting candy bars from, like, a street vendor somewhere else. So <laughs> Stealing. It's not, like, it's stealing. that crazy. I think, yeah. you know what, I, I, that argument I think Mitch is right. It should be rental only. All right. You need to regulate this guy. Thank you. Someone having a rational thought for once. God damn it. Raise your hand if you think that it is rental only. All right. Wait, I want to be man's best friend. Hand. I don't want to hold my hand up that long. Uh, okay. Uh, keep your hand raised if you think it's a mortifying monster. All right. Uh, myself, Nathan, and Camille uh, have our hands still raised. I said that it should be a fantastic friend. So mathematically, that's where it's going to end up. All look right. Look how cute it is, Mitch. Look, just look at it, Mitch. <laughs> Next up. Also, congrats uh, my wishes. Up until this point, we've largely been dealing with mythical Pokemon that have a nice fairy-like presence to them. Uh, this one is bucking the trend by quite a bit. Uh, we are talking about Pokemon 386 uh, Deoxys. Uh, this is a space Pokemon. It was a space virus that somehow got ah. transformed into its current form after being struck by a laser beam. What's unique about Deoxys is that it actually has multiple different forms that are optimized for different forms of combat. Uh, its base form has a series of tendril-like tentacles that it can use to launch powerful attacks from. It has a more attack-oriented form where its body becomes sleek like a jet plane. Uh, it has a defensive form where its body becomes a little bit more rotund. And finally, it has a speed-based form where it basically becomes even more like a jet plane. Probably should not have used that to describe its attack form. <laughs> this seems creepy looking. Oh, it is creepy. I think all these different forms kind of defaulted to Pocket Pal. Because it could be whatever say, you want it to be, baby. the sex toy tier again? Because <laughs> uh, that's where this yeah. needs to be. Hmm. I agree, Pocket Pal. Let's do it. So, with Deoxys, we... the way I'll probably use it is if I was a gladiator, this would be my champion, for sure. Like, in combat, like, a thing that can transform be between different f forms. Let's go. As one a bodyguard thing, as well, fantastic. Like, no one would be able to, like, touch me. Someone with a knife, Jox's speed form, get the knife out of his hand. Um, someone comes to punch me, Jox's defensive form, the guy's hand breaks. Fantastic. But the thing is, I agree with Mitch's previous arguments. In fact, that this thing would be way too dangerous to let out there. Especially with it say, being a virus. It, didn't it, we know at, what at some point, it tried to destroy the entire world. Yeah. 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 Th therapy, therapy XO in the chat is saying... Specifically, this thing tries to kill all of Hoenn in the Gen Six games. Yeah. So yeah. No, this 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 has to go to rental only because like, yeah, it's no. too dangerous. Other, I mean, these are yeah. all going to go to that tier because they're all too damn dangerous. But okay, but let's with with the other Pokemon. I can at least say there's positive sides to them, right? With this Pokemon, I can't see a positive that's going to help humanity. Yeah, this thing is a, this thing is a break either. glass in case of emergency situation. Yeah, yeah, it's like I, a nuke, I'm basically. right there. I'm right there as well. All right, uh, let's go ahead and let's put it to a vote. Who thinks that it is rental only? Hands up. Who thinks that it is a mortifying monster? I think that's fair. Who thinks that it is a contentious creature? Well, everybody basically put their hands down. All right, well, in that case, it is going to be a mortifying monster. I don't think that it's... Here's the thing. Deoxys 
a really, really cool looking Pokemon. And I feel like Pokemon that are really, really cool don't deserve to be rental only, but I can't put it any higher than Mortifying Monster. Yeah, I could take that. Okay, uh, let's switch gears back over to another cute-looking mythical Pokemon, Manaphy. This was a water-based Pokemon introduced in Generation 4. Manaphy is quite unique uh, in that the two tentacles protruding from its head allow it to temporarily, key word, temporarily, uh, swap the souls of any two sentient creatures Jesus it comes Christ, across. what?! <laughs> I... Yeah, I don't remember that being a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> this was a major scene in the Pokemon movie in which it appeared. There's a part in which Jesse, James, and Meowth Pokemon movies I watched. I all encounter it, it and <laughs> their souls get swapped in their bodies for like a scene. I guess it being temporary is okay. I was very happy to say this is one is is great. There's no drawbacks, and then you tell me it's a fucking body swapper. Hey, temporary again, body temporary. Swapper. Yeah, well, I mean, that could be this. interesting. What if it temporarily reason? swapped you into the body of someone who's comatose, or someone who's on their deathbed, and you well, just pass away while you're in their body? The, How does that work, eh? Because, this because is just trying to murder young people by putting them in old people bodies. No, no, because it, it gives you an appreciation for life. You experience ten minutes <laughs> or whatever in that like dying. But what if you body die in those thinking, ten minutes? Someone else is walking around in your skin suit. Yeah, uh, but like, no, no, I, I assume the this is too dangerous to, to be let out of its still. cage. What if, <laughs> what if you could switch bodies Fish with tank. your wife for 10 minutes? Then it goes in the pocket pallets here. Other than that, <laughs> it needs to be it needs to be controlled. Look, contentious creature, Mitch, is what I'm negotiating. Hmm. I, I'd Fine. be willing to put it there. I, I think that I'm going to put it at man's best it. friend. Man's, man's best, best friend. Or man's, man's best Pokemon. I don't think it's overly useful, though, to be oh, fair. Oh, man's best Pokemon. All Typing right. isn't great. It's not the most like useful of Pokemon. Yeah, it looks cuddly. Who here? But it's just, it, it's just like uh, it'd be like if you were hugging like a water bottle. Like, no, you don't want to hug a water bottle. No, there are some Pokemon. <laughs> there are some Pokemon that are definitely more water-like than that. V Vaporeon, Mitch, you're familiar don't, with Vaporeon. No, please don't. Vaporeon don't. would be more like hugging a water bottle. God damn it. No, Vaporeon's like a dog. It'd be more like petting a seal. Yeah. yeah. Except seal would be like petting a seal. All right. Okay, sea lion that. <laughs> let's, you to give you. let's put it to a vote. <laughs> I see we've got a resident Pokemon expert here. <laughs> Who here thinks that it is rental only? Uh, Kumail? Sorry. No, no. God, no. No. All right. Uh, no. Who here thinks that it's a mortifying monster? Okay, just myself, Nathan, and AJ. Keep our hands up. Who thinks that it is a contentious creature? Hands up. Okay. All right. Who thinks that it is a best buddy? Well, only Nathan and Kamel keep their hands up. So. Oh, sorry. Hands down again. <laughs> well, in any, in any case, uh, Manaphy is going to go at contentious creature. Um, our next... Pokemon is a little bit of an oddball. This is Fion. Say it with me. Fion. Um, Fion. So typically within the Fion world me. of Pokemon, um, <laughs> mythical or legendary Pokemon can't breed, except for Manaphy. For whatever reason, when you breed a Manaphy, it produces this Pokemon, which is called Fion, which does not have the ability to 
swap people's souls and actually doesn't really have anything remarkable about it. In, in the That's entire funny. world of Pokemon, Fionn might be one of the biggest question marks of, I don't know why they made this one. Uh, but nevertheless, it is a mythical Pokemon, so we have to rank it. Yeah, I'm going to put it at best buddy because it's cute. doesn't have the... It'd know, be like having a cat. Yeah. Like, nothing wrong with this thing. You got a fish tank, put it in there, you're happy. It's cute. Yeah, I, I will say, like, it being this weird offshoot mythical Pokemon that doesn't have anything special about it. It actually kind of in a weird way wants to make me appreciate it and love it as a pet more. I don't know that I would put this at like absolute top tier, but I would actually no. rank it higher than Manaphy even. It's the only one we've ranked that light isn't likely to end your life in some bizarre <laughs> messed up way. <laughs> Mew. Oh. Transforms into an anvil, crushes your skull. Jirachi fucking grants a wish from somebody else wanting you dead. Celebi goes back in time and prevents you from being bored. Manaphy, I don't know, swaps your body with someone or some shit. And Deoxys wants to destroy the whole goddamn planet. This is the only one that doesn't want to kill you. All What's right. interesting is this is the only context you'll ever see Fiona above Manaphy. <laughs> like, legitimately. That's true. Okay, well, in that case... Why not start at Contentious Creature? Who here thinks that Fion is a Contentious Creature? Raise your hand. hands up. All right. Uh, who here thinks that Fion is a Best Buddy? Hands up. Well, everybody still has their hands up. Who here thinks that Fion is a Fantastic Friend? Hands down. Well, seems like... Uh, Mitch, Nathan, and AJ still have their hands raised. Who here thinks that uh, it is man's best Pokemon? Well, unfortunately, AJ lowered his hand. So for now, uh, Fionn is going to be solely a fantastic friend. It's the only one that hasn't tried to kill you yet. Stop focusing on the negatives, the poor Pokemon. Speaking they of Pokemon <laughs> that are trying to kill you, uh, the next... Mythical Pokemon that we're talking oh, no. about oh. is Darkrai, spelt D-A-R-K-A-I. Yes, like dark. Uh, this Pokemon can give you as evil as shit. Can give you nightmares. It was uh, at the time the first uh, solely mono dark type legendary or mythical Pokemon in existence, uh, and yeah, that's kind of everything that you need to know about it. Where do we want to rank it? Yeah, I'm with Mitch on this one. Have you ever had a bad night's sleep? And do you know how much that affects your day? This, this thing is sleep is paralysis, going, yeah. the Pokemon. Yeah, this is going nah, to Nah, I ain't about this that's life. better context, yeah. Now, do we want to consider that this guy could be buds with us and will willfully choose not to give us nightmares and that we could even perhaps coerce it to give other people nightmares? Oh, so now you want to use it as a weapon. Again, not <laughs> a good thing, Cozy! <laughs> Just because you can point the missile in someone else's direction doesn't make it any safer for you. The only you fire something at someone see, else and they're bound to fire back. The only benefit I can see to Darkrai is like when you're staying up for E3 and you're just about to fall asleep and Darkrai's like, no, nah, man, you're staying awake with my power. I'm like, cheers, Darkrai. But apart, uh, maybe like press YYZ's 12-hour stream to be announced. But yeah. like apart from those contexts, I can Rental only. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> rental only. <laughs> Rental only. Does anybody here want to <coughs> argue for any rank higher than rental only? Let's make it man's best friend. <laughs> AJ, do you want to rank? Uh, I could. I mean, rental only. 
Okay, what is the difference between a rental only and a mortifying monster? Because everything we described is a mortifying monster. We we uh, mortifying it monster to make fun of cozy, but in actuality, this thing would be like locked up in a cage somewhere. If I had yeah. to, let me put it this way: mortifying, like mortifying monster. monster is something you're willing to have with you. And rental only means it needs to be locked up and regulated. Mortifying Which monster. Which is all of these except Fionn. <laughs> Mortifying monster is like, man, this thing is a real pain in the ass, but it looks cool. So I will still hang on to it. I don't care how cool that thing looks. Anything fucks with my sleep is going in jail. Fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, okay. I, I think that the people have spoken. Darkrai is going into the rental only slot. The first rental only of the night. Shouldn't be that way, but whatever. Y'all All right. Nuts. Next These things up, are deadly creatures. Let's talk about a little Pokemon called Shaman. Shaman. All right, never mind. I take back my previous point. This is man's best friend. Wow. Mitch George. You know what? Horrible. Turning on a I, dime. I, I, this I is a is grassy what? hedgehog Pokemon uh, with a beautiful little flower blossoming out of it. Uh, when exposed to a certain variety of flower, it also transforms into a more sleek looking uh, dog like form uh, called Shaman Skyform, which I'll pull an image of it up in just a second. As you can see, it has kind of a spunkier air to it than the normal Shaman form. So you're getting two pretty interesting pets for the price of one with this one. Can this one be house trained? I mean, yeah, they're all can house trained. It, can you house train any Pokemon? Yes. Like, are you expecting your Machamp to go outside to use the facilities or use your toilet? Like, that's a good question. That's how Alolan Meowth came to be is because it was house trained and spoilt to shit. That's, that's house trained, yes, but to what extent? Like, mm. would you house train the humanoid Pokemon to go outside, or are they taking a shit in your toilet? The Pokemon don't shit, okay? No, no they must. What, oh, <laughs> they just burn. They just burn it all off. As, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, Energy. You know those things that like you get told as a kid, like X person don't don't fart and stuff like. That. Yeah, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, Pokemon. girls don't fart. Yeah, it's a fact. That's a lie. You can look it up. That's a lie. Wives wives tell you. I, I, I think with, yeah, like this thing is man's best friend. I mean, it, it can have a nice effect on your garden. It smells great. Um, it looks like it, it would cuddle trans- nicely. Yeah, it, it does. It I mean, unless you had a pollen allergy, that's the only hesitation I would have with being man's best friend is Do you have a pol- pollen allergies pollen are so allergy? common that bringing that grass and plant life into the house could be a concern. But then I, I guess this powers could make it so you're not affected by it. I don't know. Like, you know how, like, Maybe. in the, in, in the anim- anime, like, you touch a Rapidash, and if it's friendly to you, you don't feel the flames. I don't know. Something. Wait, are you telling oh, me yeah. that if I touch a Rapidash and it's not friendly to me, it's going to burn my face off? Yes. That's actually well, been proven in the shit. anime. That sounds like a different um, anime, honestly. Therapy3XO in the chat says, the Skyform is a different problem. Do we feel like Shaman Skyform, like, might be a little bit more rambunctious or make raising it a little bit more difficult? I mean, if you well, want to create, or you could just like keep it in a specific room, I think it'd be fine. And also, unless it gets access to the Grisidia flower, you're not gonna—it's not gonna change form anyway. So you could always just avoid. And it has its upsides. You're, you're late for a meeting. You need to get there fast. Shaman Sky, let's go. You know, get gets you to your meeting on time. And you know, it, it's still a shaman. It's still the cute little bugger. You know, it's not gonna betray yeah. you all of a sudden just because it's sky form and it's smelt a flower. I'm going to vote this one at Man's Best Pokemon. This is one of the few mythical Pokemon yep. in the anime that uh, like normal 
a normal Pokemon trainer actually befriended and got to hang out with, and it was just a totally normal relationship. Yeah, so I think Alola. IRL, it would work out really well there. That's right. It was in the Alola anime. Uh, so uh, let's go ahead. Let's start at Best Buddy. Raise your hand if you think that Shaman is a Best Buddy. Hands up. Everybody raises their hand. Keep your hand raised if you think it's a fantastic friend. Hands up again. Well, raise your hand if you think it's man's best Pokemon. Both hands raised. <laughs> wow. Uh, first time, everybody in agreement that this is man's best Pokemon. Shout out to you, I got Shaman. one up there. You Looking really at the list, this should be the, the only mile. thing that goes in that tier. <laughs> Legitimately. <laughs> I don't know. I'm looking at some of these Mitch pictures. Mitch is going to become the Terminator and like, go to Game Freak's headquarters and delete off these Pokemon. Like, don't even delete them because we're, we're talking about them in the scope of the real world. And in the real world, yeah. any of these things would murder everybody. There's nothing reasonable about Pokemon in real life. Everyone's like, oh, if Pokemon were real, what, what would you choose? Nothing because they're all going to be trying to fucking murder us. Now, if Don't you're following along... <laughs> If you're following along with your Sorry. Pokédexes, uh, you might know that there's actually a mythical Pokémon that comes right after Shaman, but we're going to talk about that mythical Pokémon at the very end. Uh, for now, we're going to skip over and talk about a little Pokémon uh, called Victini. Uh, Victini is the victory Pokémon, hence its name. Uh, it, it basically exudes an aura for lack of a better word, that allows uh, people and Pokemon around it to be more victorious in battle. Uh, and it is also fire psychic type. Can I just say, it looks like with those teeth that it would eat you? Yeah, This is this, one of those situations it looks, where it if looks you a die, it's going to eat you. It looks a little vampiric, that's for sure. Uh, I, I will say we do have Kumail with us, so I'm going to again reference Harry Potter because it's the only thing I know from Britain. Um, but this very much reminds me of, I think it's in the Half-Blood Prince, when Harry Potter gets that luck potion, and that shit could be abused so bad, and if Victini is essentially just like a lucky Pokemon that makes everything better, that's not good, and people will kill each other over having this thing in their possession. Yeah, but maybe it should argue. be a pocket pal <laughs> so you can get lucky. Again, we took Pocket Pal off the list for a reason, and right now the only thing in that tier is Celebi, surprisingly enough. Hmm. Look, so, you know what? At the base level, Victini's cute. It's got a really cool ability. But yeah, it does. Apart Wait, from that, Pocket I Pal don't... Off the list? Like, I missed that it's one. Not, yeah, we replaced it with Best Buddy. It's oh, not okay. as cute as a Manaphy. It's not as cute as a Celebi. It's not as cute as half the things on this list. So, I'm happy with keeping it as a contentious creature, to be honest with you. So... Yeah. Here's the thing that too, honestly. I would rather, like, everything should be rental only, but I guess in the sphere of this, contentious creature I can agree it, to. It seems like we're more or less in agreement. I was about to say contentious creature too, because uh, Victini is actually one of the few fire-type mythical Pokemon on this list, and I feel like when you have a fire-type Pokemon around, there's always the potential danger <laughs> of it setting things on fire. Which Fire <laughs> is not good when you bring it indoors. Would yeah. you light a campfire in your living room? No. So don't, don't bring a bring campfire it to a in. Not with that attitude. And I feel like that kind of that well, offsets. I mean, everyone invite you over to my house. 
that offsets the advantage of it making your life a little bit more lucky. So, mm. yeah, I think that we're going to rank this one right at Contentious Creature. It burns down your house, but luckily enough, all the things you actually cared about are still like in one piece. So For the record, you. I had it at Man's your, Best your, Friend. Your pet, your pet Fionn was able to get out and not get murdered by this thing. <laughs> all right. Uh, next up, we're talking about a water fighting Pokemon called Keldeo. Uh, Keldeo is a, a... Is it? <laughs> Think of the Jesus. angle. Also, this, this, this picture single-handedly proves Pokemon don't poop. Oh. Well, it's, you're not getting a close-up, but you're just seeing the cheeks. You don't see if there's a hole between the cheeks. That is true, actually. Yeah, still, Hat, the jury's still out on whether Pokemon... I'm on Google, do Pokemon poop? You guys Hashtag release, release the That sounds like a Game Freak app in like three years' time. Pokemon poop. Pokemon shits? Yeah. <laughs> Something to make my kids think picking up dog poop is fun outside. It's like, it, it, it would be like everybody poops the book, but Pokemon to teach you that it's okay to poop. Keldeo is a small horse-like Pokemon, almost like a pony. Um, the blade I was just going to say, very My Little Pony. Yes, uh, the blade on top of its head can be used to cut down all manner of objects. Uh, and don't underestimate uh, its water typing. It can unleash very powerful water moves like Hydro Pump. So it, you're saying this thing sports? has... Yes, uh, this thing, there's a lot of th stuff going on with this <laughs> little <sake>. horse. <laughs> yes, I like Keldeo. I have an update on the Pokemon pooping situation. Yeah. Please yep. don't spoil this. I believe it's selective. So we have evidence from the Pokedex that certain Pokemon do poop. For example, Darumaka, it's Pokedex entry in uh, Pokemon White X and Omega Ruby. Darumaka's droppings are hot. So people use to put them in their clothes to keep themselves warm. Oh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. But you look at the Pokedex entry for Guzzlord, the Ultra Beast. Oh, it appears to be well. eating constantly, but for no for some reason, its droppings have never been found. As well, Galarian Weezing, this Pokemon consumes particles that contaminate the air. Instead of leaving droppings, it expels clean air. If you want to hear something funny, just go on YouTube and like type in Guzzlord sound and see what it sounds like. Because, man, oh, that is pretty amusing. Weird. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like a middle-aged guy just screaming into the air. <laughs> like you stepped on a Lego. That's what it sounds like. All right. Wait, let's see uh, the giant Keldeo, form, sword form. It's, it's, yeah, uh, we, we need to see. Yeah, we're showing alternate forms for Shaman. People need to see the Keldeo. Uh, all right. I don't know what it is. I need, to be, I, just, I need to be shown. That, that, yeah, where, where, yeah. It's basically like a green horn on top. It's a resolute it. form. Yeah, this is I what is gave... referred to as Keldeo's resolute form. The fully erect form? It, as yep. far as there I can recall... That's like, what we were looking for! Most of, so, like, <laughs> most of the other, like, form changes in Pokemon that we've talked about up until this point have, like, affected their stats. Like, attack form Deoxys is more powerful than normal Deoxys. I don't think this one actually changes how powerful <laughs> it is. I think it just allows... I think its defense goes up because it gets harder. Um, it also can use a, a move, I think. I can't remember. I think it was Secret Sword or something. When it's, when it's I think that's one. right. I think that's it. Can you use uh, I'm looking it up. One second. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go ahead. What, what we'll say about Keldeo is... It, yeah, it gets, it gets access to Secret Sword and Resolute Form. Uh, right. But stats do not change. I, what, what I like about Keldeo is it's, it's a Pokemon that's got a strong sense of justice. And so it would never do wrong by you, right? And also... I, as a pony, you could get you around, you know, 
town yeah. or whatever. And it's a useful Pokemon. It's just like a. It's like yeah. I just think it's water, a, a Pokemon. Water type Pokemon do any are wrong. some of the most useful in real world practical situations because mm. humans need water to survive. I don't so disagree. For whatever reason, you found yourself in the middle of a desert. You would you not be dead if you had Keldeo as a pet. I don't disagree, but I also feel like Keldeo is just kind of bland. I wouldn't put him any higher than Best Buddy. I, I, you know what? I, I was going to push for Fantastic Friend, but I can go with Best Buddy. Mm. I'm any, pushing Fantastic Friend, so let's vote. All right. Uh, makes, who here? Sorry. Yeah. No, I was uh, just going to say, it makes me, that thing makes me uncomfortable, so I need okay, to Okay, wait, lower. wait. Before we even go to vote, voting, what's the downside of a Keldeo? That he's just kind of bland. It's a fighting type, so it could make a bit of a mess indoors. It'd have to probably be like... No, but uh, see, it won't, it won't fuck about at, for no reason. If, if someone's wronged it, then maybe, yeah. But like, it's not going to... What just, if you're watching something on TV that's fiction and you see like something awful happen in your HBO show of choice and it and just jumps towards the to TV. something terrible in the TV and it just puts its horn straight through the TV? Like, <laughs> that just seems unreasonable. But it seems like something that Keldeo Okay, would guys, we don't have all the time in the world. Let's go to vote. Who here thinks that this is rental only? Raise your hand. Uh, hand raised. Everybody but Nathan oh, raises their hand. Uh, oh, nope. Nathan too. Uh, all right, raise your hand if you think that it is a mortifying monster. Hand raised. Keep your ra- keep it raised if you think it's a contentious creature. Hand keep raised. It raised if you think it's a best buddy. Hand raised. AJ drops. Uh, keep it raised if you think it is a fantastic friend. Hand raised. Uh, keep it raised. Uh, I drop my hand if you think it is man's best Pokemon. Drop hand. All right. Well, it looks like it's going to go at fantastic friend. Uh, next up. Uh, is a Pokemon by the name of Meloetta. Uh, this is a Pokemon that alternates between a normal psychic and normal fighting type form. Uh, it is able to emit all sorts of various sound-based attacks, as you can tell based on its appearance. Uh, it is quite small in stature, but it's able to pack quite a punch. What up, Bob? This is I, I. This is one of my favorite normal type Pokemon. I, it's it's quite unique it's not very good in battles but I, 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 I yeah I mean there's not much to say about Meloetta apart from it it sings a lot and can change into a fighting type when he uses a move it's just yeah it's just yeah I think it'll be good I at think like I'm... when you've got guests around your place and you need some entertainment you bring Meloetta out and Meloetta will sing for your guests I was gonna I say it's, like, it's free entertainment yeah. I th- yeah I think a lot like similar to uh, my aversion to um uh, Pokemon based off of inanimate objects. I think I'm also learning I have an an aversion to Pokemon that are slightly humanoid. Mm-hmm. That they, they kind of make me uncomfortable in a weird way. So what you're saying Give it is it needs years, to be a fox <laughs> or a dog or it needs a to bear, be an animal it needs to be that is animal not human. Type. Yeah, yeah. It's perfectly normal to have strong feelings towards Melvin. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we're, go we're gonna have to Tell me pro- about probably speed feelings, up a Camille. little bit on these. Uh, on these. Let's yeah, go ahead. Well. And Just given the time. Yeah. Let Let's. I'm uh, gonna say go ahead and put this creature. to vote. I'm gonna put it a contentious creature too. Sometimes you have to imagine it will sing a bit of a racket, and you won't want it around. All right. Uh, raise your hand if you think that it should go at rental only. Raise hand. All right. Uh, keep it raised if you think it should go at mortifying. Raise hand. Uh, keep your hand raised if you think it should go at contentious. Raise hand. Everybody's hands are still raised. Uh, keep your hand raised if you think it should go at best, buddy. Drop hand. Well, 
Uh, only Nathan uh, still had his hand raised, so it's going to go at Contentious Creature. All right. Uh, next up, we have the mythical Pokemon Hoopa. Uh, Lock Hoopa. this shit up. Yeah, yeah. I just, there's no way you can justify well, this shit being outside. <laughs> Here's so the thing about Hoopa. Pull up Hoopa Unbound to scare the shit out of all the kids watching. Yeah, oh so this is another one of those Pokemon that has uh, an alternate form. Normal Hoopa Whoa. looks perfectly fine. Looks like a, you know, mischievous but relatively harmless little weird-looking fairy. Hoopa oh, Unbound, on the other hand, is quite a lot. Uh, this Pokemon is Let's show something by, by, by its looks, by the way. You should be terrified, but it can be good if it wants to be good. The thing um, about Hoopa but Unbound... I, I, think, I think the capacity for chaos makes yeah. it... It needs yeah, to be yeah. controlled. The, the fact that in but one yeah. of the movies, it can literally summon like eight legendary Pokemon out of fucking nowhere makes it yeah. too dangerous for it to live. So yeah. the way that this Pokemon functions is it uses these gold rings to basically open portals to other places in time and space. Uh, actually, Which I don't know if, it, I think I don't know if it's time. It, I think it's just space. It's, well, it's rumored that the, the ring or like the extra dimensional spaces in... Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire right. were also just the the caused by Hoopa. Right. Wait, yeah. yeah. Does that mean absolutely. he can bring Digimon in and make Pokemon yes. better? It he can bring Digimon in and make Pokemon be possible. Digimon. Maybe it might it might give Digimon a second leg. Yes. Is Porygon uh, actually a Digimon? Yes, it's artificial Pokemon. Yeah, so that means one it's actually a Digimon. Three, one of three artificial Pokemon, I think. Right. Technically, well, four what's... with an evolution. Porygon, no, I Porygon, Seed. I, I wouldn't be able to name them off the top of my head. Mewtwo's one of them. It'd be Mewtwo, uh, the Porygon, uh, yeah. Silvali, and Typhnall. And, and, and Genesect. Are those drugs? That was, that was done by Team Plasma, I think. Oh, that yeah, Genesect for sure. Um, oh, Magina right, as well. Magina as well. A lot of mythicals are actually, you know... I'm going to give Hooper some yeah, good, yeah, yeah. good screen time. The one thing we have to say about Hooper is, look, if you're desperate for a holiday and you wanted to go to, I don't know, let's say Japan, um, who doesn't? cute Hooper could just open a little portal for you and you can walk out into Japan. You know, now what yeah, that does for international also borders, just open the portal like, yeah, this is Japan and you end up stepping into a lava pit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Lock you can see up. through the ring. You can see through the ring. So just Lock like, it up. No. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to give some good press. Raise your hand. I agree. It has to be locked up. Raise your up. hand if you think that it is rental only. Raise hand. I don't think we have to actually vote on rental only because there's nothing below it. Raise your hand That's if you fair. think it's a mortifying monster. Drop hand. I dropped my hand as well. Only Nathan had his hands up. Nathan really wants to play with fire tonight. <laughs> they should all be man's best Pokemon. Wait, is it is it not rental only? Uh, yes. rental only. That's correct. Yeah, I, I, I was I was distracted yeah. when I was putting it there. Thank you for keeping Sorry. me honest. Not a problem. Not a problem. All right, let's talk about the next mythical Pokemon, Volcanion, or Volcanion. I don't know how it's pronounced. Vol I, I say um, Volcanion, like Volcanion. Yeah. I like that I, pronunciation. I, 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 I switch between the two. Or Volcanion. This is a rather unique mythical Pokemon in that it's the only Pokemon in the series uh, as of yet that has the water fire typing. Uh, it produces ultra hot water and steam to bedazzle and defeat its opponents. And it looks like it moves around pretty awkwardly. It's a walking volcano. You cannot let this thing out. Well, here's the thing, right? The, the use case for this is if your family runs a, uh, a hot spring, 
you know, like this Pokemon was great. It can provide you with like all the water and stuff. So that's the only positive gonna... we've got for this Pokemon, really. Maybe it should I'm be gonna... man's best Pokemon. Are you I'm just going to say that about all of them, Nathan? That's kind of my plan right now, yeah. It's okay, Nathan, thick. why do you think this is man's best Pokemon? The walking well, look at it. It's like you could sit on it, and it could yeah, walk you true. around as you sit on it as like a travel piece. Mm. Um, it doesn't look like something that would be comfortable to sit on, just FYI. It depends who you're talking to, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Pocket pal. <laughs> no, um, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, I, th I, I, I think you have to go where Hooper is. Actually, no, I'll put it above Hooper, to be honest with you, because it does have a use case in terms I'm, of... I'm going to judge a book by its cover. Be bigger. This thing's only five feet tall. I'm going to judge a book by its cover and just say something like a Camrupt is a cooler-looking volcano than... Also equally as dangerous, because fire is bad. Yeah. Yeah, at least so, this thing can, like, give you some steam can, after, like, I don't know... Yeah, and it can also just exert that steam and scald your face and it, well, it can melt regulate, it off of your skull. It can skull. regulate its temperature. So, like, it, it's not necessarily going to kill you. But if you get on its bad side, then, yeah, perhaps. Yeah. All right. Let's put it to a vote. Who here thinks that it is a mortifying monster? Raise your hand. Hands up. Myself, Mitch did not vote. Uh, keep your hands raised if you think it is a contentious creature. Hands down. Well, only myself and Nathan. All right, looks like it is a mortifying monster. Uh, next up, uh, let's go and talk about a little Pokemon by the name of Genesect. Uh, Genesect fuck this thing. <laughs> Straight up, fuck this thing. <laughs> is a Sorry. bug that inhabited the planet Earth hundreds of millions of years ago. It was resurrected through the power of modern science and equipped with all sorts of cyborg accoutrements, including a cannon on its back, which can it, swap between multiple different types of attacks. This seems it like looks bad like news. a Power Rangers Megazord. Oh, wait. It's very small. It's very Man's small. best friend. Man's best friend. AJ won Mitch, me over. What, what, what do you think of the theory that this was originally a Kabutops that's been genetically modified? I wouldn't say Kabutops. I think it's probably some other fossil Pokemon we haven't discovered yet. I wouldn't be surprised if we did get like a bug rock fossil type that resembled Genesect mm. in Gen 8 or beyond. Mm. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, I can't. This, this thing is basically born. This thing is genetically altered to fuck shit up. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't disagree with you. I also think that, like, Genesect could be, like, really kind of sweet and curious and, like, not normally hostile at all unless it's a battle do, uh, do, scenario. Do you know what I can, we can compare this to? Do you remember the, the, the storm troopers in Star Wars that had that chip in their heads that, you know, the, as soon as they hear the, something... The, the, yeah, the, the clone troopers with the inhibitor, the, um, inhibitor chip, yeah. Yeah, that's basically... Genesect. And there's no going back from that. <laughs> I'm sorry. We all we all saw how that went for the younglings, all right? Yeah. Oh, it wasn't right. a good time. Let's vote. Who here thinks that Spoilers this is... Spoilers for Star Wars Episode 3. <laughs> Who here thinks that this is at least a mortifying monster? Raise your hand. Well, only myself and Nathan. Looks like this thing is going at rental only. Uh, this thing should sorry, go into its own tier. should not exist. <laughs> Jesus, do you think that Mewtwo should not exist? Pretty much, yeah. All I right. mean, no Pokemon should exist, because if Pokemon existed, the world would be in chaos. Let's talk about Danchi. This is a fairy rock-type Pokemon. Uh, I'm sorry, is... did you just call it Danchi? I don't know how It looks it's like a butt plug. Is it Diancie? 
Dancy, I say Dancy, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is equipped with all sorts of precious gemstones. Uh, it's, it's actually believed to be... It's a giant butt plug. A, it like, even has like the same like jewel on the top of it that butt plugs do. Oh, correct me no, if I'm wrong, <laughs> but this Pokemon is like apparently like a genetic mutation of another Pokemon called Carbink. Mm. Is, is that true? I remember reading that That's at some the, point. Let me look at the Pokedex entry. Hold on. In second. any case, I think this would well, be you a say, like, transformation heat, of a Carbink. Yeah. Yeah. No. Under heat, like, diamonds are created. I guess that's sort of what's happened to good old Dancy over here. It's a I very think, cool Pokemon. It's yeah. a very cool Pokemon. I think this the would be fun this to Pokemon have around. Is, it, it is not people, a useful pet in the slightest. Yeah, people. Well, you can't pet it, obviously. Yeah. But people would rock, fight yeah. over it, and someone would break into your house to steal it almost every night. And it's going to cause you more problems than it's worth. And so but for that would, reason, it would defend it's going to go itself, like contentious. Yeah, not if it's asleep. Not if it's asleep. <laughs> uh, I would put this thing at Fantastic Friend, uh, but I seem to be in the minority on that. All right. Well, well, how, what's the upside to a Deancey then? What would you say? Just. What is cuteness and, and is that, that it's cute, it's relatively calm, it's not really causing much of a ruckus, it's nice to no, look at. That's fair. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's, I mean the thing with it is inherently it's not bad. it's the consequences of it existing. Ev everyone mm. else would come after it, I think. You'd have a lot lot of trouble like keeping that secret. That Diancy. I don't think All you'd right. be able to take it out with you. Let's vote. Uh who here thinks that it's at the very least a mortifying monster? Raise your hand. hands up. Wow, just me and Kumail. Wait, wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's just done that to piss off me. You can just ignore Nathan's vote at this point. Yeah. Who here yeah. thinks that it is a contentious creature? Hands up. All right, uh, a best buddy. Hands down. Well, all right. Looks like it's going to end up at contentious creature. A little bit surprising. I thought it would rank a little bit higher. It's uh, cute, but it causes too much trouble. Next up, let's talk about a little Pokemon named Magearna. Earlier, Nathan, you brought up Porygon, which of course was a man-made Pokemon made in the late 90s. Magearna, however, is believed to be the very first ever man-made Pokemon made sometime thousands of years ago by some unknown arcane technology. Uh, this thing has uh, endured a lot of weathering throughout the ages. Originally, it was colored to look like a Pokeball. Now, it kind of has a dull gray coloration to it, but its heart, uh, albeit a mechanical one, remains just as strong. I'm going to put this actually quite high. And the reason being is this has got the potential to find people that are, like, missing. So, like on the news, X person is missing. This shit can find it if you want it to. So that's the reason why I'm going to keep it. And like in terms of destruction and stuff like that, it's a very powerful Pokemon, but it, uh, watching the, ad and I have to space it on like what I've seen, watching the anime and, and stuff like that, it's never seen to be aggressive. And so that's why I'd probably put it towards the top because I can't think of any reason why this thing would be dangerous or like a threat to humanity as a whole. It's got a Pokeball color. That's cool. People have pets just because they look cool. I'm yeah. down for whatever. All right, let's go ahead and put it to a vote. Oh, uh, the other thing is, if someone bad does come and take this thing, this thing can just shut itself down if it wants to, and it won't activate until it's happy to activate itself again. So, yeah. Raise I your hand. In terms of security, is good. If you think it's a mortifying monster at the very least. Hands up. All right, up. everyone's hands raised. Uh, keep it raised if you think it's contentious. Hands keep up. Keep it raised if you think it is a best buddy. 
Hands up. Keep it raised. Oh, AJ fell. Keep it raised if you think it is a fantastic friend. Hands up. And keep it raised if you think that it is man's best Pokemon. Hands down. Well, looks like it is going to go at Fantastic Friend. Uh, let's talk next about a Pokemon that uh, I know, AJ, you're probably pretty familiar with. Uh, it's Zeraora. Again, not entirely certain if I'm pronouncing my, this thing correctly. No, my, only context, my only context is Pokemon Unite. So. This, this thing is dangerous as shit, but it would be fun to have as a pet. I was going to say, this is the yeah. most pet-like of any of the Pokemon that we've talked about thus far, excluding Keldeo. It's the most pet-pet that ever did pet as a mythical Pokemon, except for maybe Shaman. This is a electric, uh, I guess, rodent-slash-dog-slash-upright-ish Pokemon that it's runs real fast. It's the Pokemon company finally making Pikachu into a mythical Pokemon. Let's just yeah, say it. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, it has real powerful paws that deliver powerful punches. Yeah, I love this thing. This thing is awesome. Um, man's best Pokemon. The, the yeah. only problem with man's best Pokemon is if it goes a bit doolally, you're fucked. Um, it's got an attitude about it. Like, you can just kind of see. So I would be a little more apprehensive. I'd, I'd put it at, like, Fantastic Friend best buddy territory. because That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. I, you want to start the I voting there? I or? am not going to shame anybody for their personal preferences and life choices here i get uncomfortable with some furry like um conversation uh things <laughs> as well well and that's what that thing looks like to me you just don't like fun is what do I'm you hate monkeys about. too by any chance they're i actually i find them to be uh, a little uncanny valley because we are so similar i mean here's the thing AJ, like, furry's totally great. Furries, you do you. Having a yeah, furry as a pet, kind of weird. I mean... Wait, no, but a furry's like a human around, though. That's acting like a furry right. creature, right? Seems okay, like, not, maybe. Seems like things are a little bit contentious. Let's start with uh, contentious creature. Raise your hand if you think it is contentious. Hands up. All right. Uh, oh, wait, everybody I raise your hand. Uh, keep your hand raised if you think it's a best buddy. Hands up. Oh, wow. Mitch dropped at the last second. Looks like it is going to... Mitch, you bastard. You promised me this. This <laughs> creature. <laughs> uh, I think Fair I want him over there. Let's talk, talk next about Marshadow. This is a fighting ghost-type Pokemon. It often remains oh, in the shadow I've of other people name. and thus is very rarely seen. He premiered in that Pokemon movie where Pikachu talked... <laughs> <laughs> which is actually Three, true what <laughs> where pikachu talked that's actually oh true. that one oh jesus christ uh now he was totally like he had nothing to do with pikachu talking for the record he just happened to be in the same movie okay as long as it's not related this thing is fucked up beyond extreme <laughs> <laughs> could you could you imagine him, like sleeping you're waking up it's pitch dark you just see some eyes on the wall fuck that <laughs> there's there's no real upside to this pokemon and there's no real the only downside is creepy and like in the pokemon movie it was a bit of a yeah could, i mean if, imagine if this thing was like in your shadow you turned around and like it was just there staring at you yeah that'd be uncomfortable i, I guess the, maybe then like 
if you uh, if you were like being targeted by an assassin, this thing would have your back, I guess, as a yeah. up point. But like, yeah, no, I I think this goes like mortifying monster for me around that territory. I'd honestly only I'd keep it at rental only. This Pokemon not only would it be terrifying, but also just I feel like it wouldn't do much or be around all that much because it would remain though, like, hidden. Com- compared to the other three in rental only, this thing will offer the same sort of destructive value the other three could, and that's mm-hmm. why I think you'd. You could have it as a pet, but you'd be incredibly stupid to have it as a pet. All right. Uh, raise your hands if you think it is a mortifying monster. Hand raised. Oh, wow. Amazingly, everybody raised their hand. Uh, raise your hand. Keep it raised if you think it is contentious. Hands down. Oh, oh Mitch, are you? No, no. Mitch dropped his hand, which means that Marshadow is going to go at mortifying monster. Next up, let's talk about... We are in the endgame now. We just have a few left. Uh, let's talk about a duo of Steel-type mythical Pokemon, uh, Meltan and Melmetal. Uh, oh, Meltan Pokemon is Go. A, These came from Pokemon Go. That's correct. They originally debuted in Pokemon Go. Meltan, a small little Pokemon primarily composed of liquid metal and a giant... Uh, uh, I don't want to say that word because i feel like it might rile up this crowd a, a certain <laughs> uh piece out. of equipment often seen the word in is the not construction industry it's uh, a ring does it go around yeah. something unique yeah. to all mythical pokemon meltan can evolve into melmetal which is a basically much bigger version of meltan with giant arms and another hole it's got a hole yes. in its stomach that's correct does it poop out of that hole? No. Is that where this one poops? This Meltan thing isn't and as Melmetal. cool as the T-1000 from Terminator 2, so somewhere in the middle. Hmm. I feel like this is one of those Pokemon that like could actually be pretty fun to have around your house because you'd be like, oh, man. Uh, transform into like a chandelier or like transform into because like its body allows it to transform into all sorts of stuff right like and not to the same degree as something like Mew but in a way that it still looks kind of cool again a lot like the liquid terminator are, are we putting sorry are we ranking Meltan and Melmetal together yeah because eventually at some point your Meltan is going to evolve into a Melmetal so they'll both got the same slot so the problem with Meltan is that it'll basically eat every single like metal related thing in your house as sustenance. Um and yeah, no, I can't be dealing with that, especially as I'm, I'm a bit of a techie, so that thing would be absolutely terrifying. And like Mel Metal, that thing is too big to stay at your house, dude. Um and like it just turning around could smash one of your walls and then you've got a lot of repairs to think about, so I've got to put these at Rentaloni because they're destructive. Not on the other scale of the other three, but can basically reduce your house to nothing very quickly without you uh, having any say in it. I think mercury that mercury is pretty poisonous and it'll make you lose your mind. It's not made of mercury, though. <laughs> Don't lick it. Lick <laughs> yeah, metal. Exactly. What you, what's the difference? I think that he would be a best buddy, but let's put it to a vote. Who thinks that he's a mortifying monster? Myself, Nathan, and AJ have their hands raised. Uh, keep it raised if you think it's contentious. All right. All, all three of our hands are still raised. Th- raise it if you think it's a best buddy. Well, all three of ours are still raised. Uh, keep it raised if you think it's fantastic. 
All right, there we go. Uh, Selby uh, gets to be kept company by both Meltan and Melmetal. All right, we got two more pokes that we got to rank. Uh, number one is Zarude. Uh, this is a uh, dual grass dark type Pokemon that was introduced relatively recently. Uh, it is a simian Pokemon that inhabits deep jungles, and despite its dark typing, it's known to be a pretty nice and helpful Pokemon. Its signature move is jungle healing, uh, which allows it to heal the uh, health of its allies. Um... Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm a big fan of Zerud. Um Not normally domesticated, but if it is domesticated, it will really take care of you. Um, it will protect you. Fiercely loyal. Um, in terms of destruct, it is a powerful Pokemon, but again, we have to weigh that up with his healing powers. I like it. I like Zerud. A any other strong thoughts? It looks horrifying, but you're saying it's it's actually really cool and not not a jerk like the other rental. Yeah, like this Pokemon. They're, they're very it, seclusive. They 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 have their own society. They don't they they don't really fuck with society. They they they're happy to keep to themselves. Really, it, it's an example of like a dark type Pokemon that like its nature very much bellies its dark typing, where it's actually like quite nice if you were to get to know it. Kind of like. Uh, like a hound door or a hound doom yeah sure that's they a, look that's a bad good ass, comparison but they're, they're they're probably good pets yeah i personally i would put this one at fantastic friend let's put it to a vote uh raise your hand if you think it is a mortifying monster hands up everybody raises uh keep it raised if you think it's contentious hands up keep it raised if you think it's a best buddy hands up Mitch's hand goes down. Uh, keep it raised if you think it's fantastic. Hands up. Well, AJ's drops. Uh, raise your hand if you think it is man's best Pokemon. Hands down. All right. Only Nathan, which means that this Pokemon is going at fantastic friend, which means that we only have one final mythical Pokemon to Can I to say rank. before we get to the final mythical Pokemon, yes. if, 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 if people in the chat have watched the first Pokemon movie and maybe stopped there, I very much think the movie that this Pokemon appears in is very much worth watching. So give it a watch. It was interesting because it was sort of like a culmination of multiple movies that came before it, which was <laughs> yeah, up yeah. until that point, not really something that the Pokemon movies did. Uh, of course, we're talking about Arceus, uh, the oh, namesake of, of the Pokemon <laughs> game that is releasing in a couple of days. Hence the reason why I kept it to the end. Uh, this is said to be the god of all Pokemon. Again, said to be. It's not objectively the god of all Pokemon. It depends on who you talk to. Are there atheist uh, Pokemon who don't believe in Arceus? Well, we'll see yeah, what kind of mythology gets added to the the legacy of Ar of Arceus. And also, are you guys Team Arceus or Team Arceus? There's a C in it, so Arceus. It, okay, they've so, had, they've in the anime they've they've done both with Arceus and Arceus. So the most recent really trailer that the Pokemon Company put out for this game called it Legends Arceus, and I actually have a legitimate reason as to why it's Arceus over Arceus, but we can discuss that after if we. Listen, have this is not Countdown. There's no dictionary corner here. Please. <laughs> Look, Silvali's ability is yeah. the RKS system. If they wanted it to be Arceus, it would be the RCS system. So oh, it's I say, uh, yeah, I, I've got nothing for that. I yeah. figured as much. Go yeah. ahead, Cozy. No, I, I don't have anything else to say other than that. I mean, who doesn't want to have God on their side as a pet? 
Yeah, fuck Again, this thing. It's going right to the bottom. God, it would fuck up everything <laughs> everywhere. You put this thing in a cage and you throw away the key like the Pokemon company has done for the last 20 years. Worth pointing out, even though it is the god of Pokemon, its stat distribution is such that it doesn't have like the single highest like attack stat of all Pokemon. It's not like the most offensive Pokemon ever in existence, uh, but its no, stats but are very well-rounded and does have a very large pool of moves to pull from. The fact that this thing can turn into any type at once, very much like in the early days of like Gen 4, Ubers, Gen 5, like this thing was like way too powerful. It was broken beyond recognition. This thing is too powerful for its own good. All we right. Can't let it live. Who it here thinks <laughs> that this is a mortifying monster? Raise your hand. Well, Mitch, are you not? Do you think this thing is rental only? Yes. This shit, this shit should never see the light of day. Kumail, you think it's rental no, no, only no, as well? No, Mitch is absolutely right on this one. I know I am. God damn it. All right. Uh, keep it raised if you think it's a contentious creature. Keep it raised you if you fuckers. think it's <laughs> a... <laughs> I hate this so much. Keep it raised if you think it's a best buddy. Let's get Keep it raised. Let's do oh my my last episode of Press YYZ. This has been fun. Thanks, Mitch, everybody. Mitch, Keep this it has raised. been the long con. This has been if, the long con. They planned this Kumail, from the very are you start. Looking, are you looking for a new co-host? I mean, <laughs> I think I might have let's just have go to the t- Let's love skip you, to the top. I love you there. Raise your hand if you think it is man's best Pokemon. Oh, AJ oh, lowered his hand, which means that it is going to have to go. Goddamn beginning, at fantastic friend. All right, we're we're running long, so I don't think we have time to to recap the list. But if you want to see the final list and the fact that the only Pokemon that is deserving of being your best friend is Shaman, uh, I'm sure we're going to share that out on Twitter. So you can just check it out there. This is a fantastic ranking. I've it's a it. very good it. list. More should have been at. Pokemon's best friend. Pokemon's. I best like how Mitch is going to be tossing and turning, thinking like, I, "These fuckers would destroy the world. I can't trust them anymore." <laughs> I mean, I already thought that. And this list just proves it. Nathan, <laughs> I, I'm in agreement. I think that more Pokemon should have ranked at the top. Uh, but let's not belabor things any longer. Thank you for tuning in to Press YZ. If you enjoyed the broadcast, be sure to follow us on Twitch, subscribe to us on YouTube, and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can also check us out on Twitter at Press YYZ and slide into our Discord at invite.gg slash PressYYZ to keep the conversation going. Uh, Kumail, if people want to find you on the interwebs, where can they find you? Um, a few places, really. Um at Kumail, H-K-U-M-A-I-L-H, uh, on Twitter. Um, PokeRumble.com for the PokeRumble podcast. Mitch has appeared on a couple of occasions and hopefully a couple more in the future. Um, Just let me know. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate that. Mitch, literally, I could turn at the last minute and he'll be there. Thanks so much, Yeah, man. you need me Sunday morning on my birthday <laughs> to talk about Legends Arceus on there. Like. <laughs> um, you can find uh, me on Simply Sassy Fids. Um, we've got a Patreon up for Simply Sassy Fids, so any support would be great on that. Uh, apart from that, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. No, thanks for the opportunity. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, mm-hmm. I found out that Nathan, Na- Nathan, sorry, Nathan's um, the 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 person that. <laughs> that's another mythical Pokemon, Nathan. <laughs> yeah. No, that's just Nathan's yeah. Digimon form. He's trying to he's trying to you know circumvent this whole thing from the from the inside. I'm saying Digimon are better, but also I would like to just point out that I might be a good podcast host or guest if you'd like to just have me describe pokemon based on names because that could be fun <laughs> it, is a, it is a fun segment. bit that we keep going back to 
All no, right. Thanks again, everybody. Until next time, thank you for playing.